we are back. So, last we left off, the party having made their way, leaving Barovia, taking a year gap, doing some intrepid adventures, whether it was by themselves or in a group, and eventually Leaf and Hope having made their way down to the hub city of Waterdeep, one of the northern cities along the Sword Coast. Upon reaching that city, had a relatively nice evening, and then a very difficult night as Leaf was visited by a vision of a burning hellscape um, and a th not a threat per se, but a warning from his deity to gather allies and prepare for something that would be coming. A few days passed, the messages were sent out, everybody was regathered within the city of Waterdeep, eventually reacquainted after their year off, and the party was given notice that there was a recent attack in the city of Sikomber by some creatures referred to as devils, or spawns of hell. And uh, they found that a bit too much of a coincidence to go inside uh, to coincide with Leaf's dream. So they ended up finding a contract on a, re a local bounty board, had an interaction with Lieutenant Raiden Vorsk, um, a bare-chested uh, midnight black tiefling who seemed to be one of the commanders within the water deep of the Lord's Alliance armies. Um, they were introduced to Lady Laryl Silverhand, the open lord of Waterdeep, and acquired the contract on an investigation mission where they would take some time, make their way over to the city of Sikomber, and once there, investigate what exactly had happened, see what they could find, because it seemed like information on this was relatively difficult to obtain, so perhaps they might have better luck than the Lord's Alliance troops who were within that city. So the party prepared themselves. After a day of gathering supplies, exchanging items, they set out for Sikomber, riding due south toward the city of Daggerford, and then had gotten about three or four days into the journey and were just cutting east towards Sikomber, and that was where we last left off with them still on the road, making their way towards the city. So for you guys, this is a pretty well-traveled route, right? There's not exactly a ton of things that tend to befall different people while they're on the road. Um, it's just very much a regularly traveled route something that a lot of people go through every day making their way down between Daggerford and Waterdeep um, but cutting east towards Sucomber the road gets a little bit rougher not by any stretch of the imagination backwoods uh, level but definitely not the more paved really clean established road it starts to get a little bit more spotty in certain places um, and you gather that it's probably a better idea to camp for different parts of the night um, in certain areas off of the trail um, whereas on the road from Waterdeep heading down there were kind of designated camp spots right different buildings there were assorted produce carts that you could buy fresh vegetables and fruit from um, this is definitely more of a journey that's people are in for the long haul this is a merchant trail, less than a, uh, a residential trail that people tend to travel on a decent amount of time. So you pull in into the fifth day, um, nothing really seeming to befall you while you're on the road. Um, you eventually just pull in for the evening, and you find yourselves actually camped at the southern side on day six of uh, a set of mountains, one that you actually recognized from one of the other contracts that with, what was within Waterdeep, where you know that there was a, a roving orc band. Um, there was a contract out for a, an orc warlord, something that you needed to be aware of because you were taking this trip. You were made aware of the fact that this would be something that might be on your way. Um, so you camp for the evening, um, set guards for the night, and just to make sure that everything is kosher, you watch out for the evening, but nothing seems to befall you. Um, you do notice, however, that there are quite a few tracks 
of uh, where these orcs may have come through. Um, there may have been places that these orcs did attack different travelers, um, but you yourselves seeming to be unscathed on your way through. But it gives you a good idea of looking where to look should you ever be curious on following up on that contract at some point in the future. Can I, seeing their tracks, can I glean anything about their fighting styles or the way they might have ambushed travelers so we would know for the future? Sure, make a survival check. Are we in the forest? Uh, no, so it's a very large open dirt road, uh, and then it leads kind of up into a mountain. It's a very just mountainous, rocky area. There's a couple of sparse trees and bushes here and there, but it's definitely not a forest by any stretch. Well, mountains are my other favorite terrain. They are, so you go ahead and have advantage. <laughs> Seeing a leaf make this check, um, would leaf be able to uh, cast guidance? Sure, I'd say that'd be fine. Because it would be a progressive thing. You'd see her walking around a little bit and be able to help out here. Sure. I'd be like Sherlock Holmesing it around. Yeah. Tracks. Oh, nat 20. Nat 20. The guidance and my survival bonus, it's going to be 31. (laughs) 31, okay. Um, There was a very recent attack. Probably within the last two days. So you feel as though you may have gotten a little bit lucky uh, waiting a little bit of extra time before you head out, headed out of Waterdeep otherwise. Or if perhaps you were trying to take a fast travel route, you might have found yourselves being ambushed on one of these nights. Um, you notice that there are a lot of tracks. The contract was specifically for an orc warlord, uh, which is something that is even greater than most of you have experienced. Typically, orcs have war bands, they have war chiefs, occasionally they have a few spellcasters and just um, kind of, you know, the regular folk, the orcs themselves. But an orc warlord is typically something that has united a few different chiefs under a single banner, which is very unheard of. Um, so you'd gather based on the number of tracks that they probably mm-hmm. attacked a caravan, maybe three to four people who were within the caravan. Um, and there looked to be at least a dozen orc-sized footprints uh, with two uh, very deep, one set of very deep, heavy impact footprints. And you would imagine that the warlord seemed to be somebody who was not content to sit on a throne and send out the orcs, but actually ride into battle himself. There were two. Oh, Sorry. There was a, sorry, it was two footprints, so a pair of foot, uh, just oh. one one set of footprints. Yeah. Yeah, Kev? Uh, just um, during the sequence of tracking the orc track, are these, has a leaf done this while we were traveling, or are these tracks nearby us at our camp that we are at now? Uh, the, the latter. It's nearby to where a camp you are for the evening. You essentially pull in off the side of the road, you're checking around a little bit, making sure where you are is safe, and a leaf finds the tracks. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Hey, uh, which which way are those tracks going? Tracks head straight up towards the mountain. They're essentially heading due north from where you are. Mm, interesting, mm. interesting. Do we want to warm up a little, maybe? Sorry, what was that? Do we want to do we want to do a little warm up before we before we head into Sacomber, maybe? Oh, I mean, I think we should probably hit the city and then we could deal with the orcs afterwards. But just knowing where they're going to and might be. Give us an advantage. Leaf, how do you how do you feel about about that? Do you are you feeling um, time sensitive in getting getting to the city, or do you want to potentially deal with this now, where, where when we know exactly where they are? Yeah, um, I definitely think it might be worth, in my opinion, continuing on. 
we know where the orcs have they've kind of been residing here for a bit by the sounds of it uh you know we we don't know how long what's kicking around in Sacomber it's gonna be there so I'm, I'm thinking it might be worthwhile to continue on but I'm happy to put that to the group how much longer do you think it is from here to Sacomber? From where you guys are now, given how long the travel t- distance would be, you've been traveling for the better part of six days. It'd probably be about another three days on a Sacomber. Mm. Okay. How far is that mountain pass over there? Uh, based on where you are now, you'd be looking at going up into the mountains for probably, you actually have no idea, um, distance-based four to five hours, maybe six hours to actually reach like fairly high up the mountains and you're turning in for the evening already. So it'd be something you'd have to wake up the following day. Does it look like we could get there and back sort of a day's journey each way? Potentially. I'd say the only thing that I'd be concerned about is, I mean, I think we packed enough supplies for 15 days, but I'm just making sure that we had rations. I mean, I can help with that. I can do some hunting, but. Have we been buying supplies along the road maybe? You would have um, had fairly decent access to fresh fruit and veg, but it's up to you if you wanted to spend the coin on that or if you were just eating the rations based on the amounts that were given to you by the Alliance before you left. I mean, I don't mind putting some money down to make sure we're eating fresh every night. I hear that's good for us. It's just really... Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that wholesome, uh, yeah, we're getting all our essential vitamins and minerals. I think uh, Leaf would probably be uh, into that. Doctor's orders. <laughs> It'd be about three days worth of, uh, of fresh food. Um, so at two silver pieces ahead, you'd be looking at 1.2 gold. So for the journey down, we'll say four gold pieces um, from everybody like in total. And that would have sufficed you for fresh food on your way south until you hit the turning point heading east. If it's mainly vegetables, I begrudgingly eat them. <laughs> you would have, uh, because you're still pretty co- close to the coast, you would actually have access to pretty fresh meat and fa- fresh fish as well as uh, as well as the vegetables. So, less really? carrots help your eyes get better. Tuna. I know, I know. Tuna is a great. It just kills everything. Red raw fish, spinach, you might vitamins, backbending, oils, everything you need. Pretty much like a meaty vegetable, raw fish. If we're near any streams, I could help you fish as well. We learned to do that in the underground caverns, did you know? We could have a little bit of a fish-off. Oh, we're going to be fishing. That's kind of exciting. I mean, if we want to wait for the orcs to show up, that's a great <laughs> idea. Could be bait. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, the gold. I've been, I mean, uh, I've been <laughs> catching bugs on the way down. It's been pretty relaxing, you know? My flimsy axe broke on a tree, so I have to make a new one. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Leaf could bend that for you. Um, so the one thing also is there's 12 pairs of tracks. Is that including, Jordy, sorry, is that including the Warlord? Yes, that was including the Warlord. Do any of the tracks disappear because at one point when the other person was too weak to carry on, he was carrying another one? No. Okay. It looks like they pretty much attacked in the middle of the night and killed everyone involved and won that battle without much resistance. So, I don't think so. I mean, so there'll there'll be 12 of them. We've faced down parties that are larger than ours before, but it's something to factor in. Hmm. Um, I mean, it's not that far. We could probably just go there, clear them out, 
do things as we go and then go to the city. But I leave it up to up to Leaf. This is his family that's in danger. So. Uh, I mean, I, I I did check in with my granny. She's fine. So if if this is something y'all want to do, I'm I'm actually happy to do it. I just think we clear out side quests on the way. That's not a bad idea, idea honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I, for doing this, uh, I just, how do you guys think, uh, do you think our um, lady, lady? Or lady Sarah, Sil- uh, Lady Silverhand? Lady Silverhand, do you think there's an expectation of us to do this in a very timely manner? She didn't I give don't us a think plan. so. She just asked us to get it done. Okay. Doesn't look like anyone else has been able to take care of business so far, so they had to bring in the A team. Doesn't it kind of benefit her as well if we're clearing dangers off the roads from travelers who are going to and from her city? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we might have to think about is whether we want to bring the wagon up all the way into the mountains. It might mm-hmm. be. Right have, have we? Have we? Did, have we clarified what wagon we have? We did, it's right? My wagon. Yeah. Stra- the Strad wagon. The converted right. Strad wagon. Yeah. Could we ask uh, Hope to watch the wagon while we're we head up? I think we might want to bring Hope with us. Okay. That's fair. Just you know. <laughs> yeah. They are a powerful ally. That's true. They're uh they've got laryngitis, so they can't talk today. So. Yeah, they're... <laughs> Can we take the wagon up the path, Jordy, or is it foot traffic only? Um, just heading off of the road, you'd be able to take the wagon. Things get pretty rocky pretty quick. Um, there's a chance you might be able to bring it up there, but you haven't really explored it, and night is definitely starting to set in, so it's something you'd really... You could either do and take some time and head off into the dark and look into it uh, or you could wait until the morning and look at it then I was thinking more in turn we, uh, we don't want them to know that we're coming the only advantage we'll have against 12 of them is surprise if we take a wagon they're gonna have yeah, yes I agree I think we could also afford to head out we'll take a take a nice little rest tonight mm-hmm. then head out early and try and surprise them while they're sleeping and do some some you know murder yeah. Well-deserved murder. We can all yeah. poise the wagon off the road so no one can see it. And Doctor, I'm sure you've got means of locking it up. Ah, uh, yeah. Locks. Got a few new tricks I wouldn't mind practicing out. On the wagon? No, no, you leave the wagon alone. Oh, he wants to... Uh, okay, I'm on board. On board. <laughs> I mean, I do have some pretty cool tricks I could do on the wagon as well. I have been working a lot on my whittling and wood carving and, like... Make some Leslie. things angle and stuff. Yep. All right. Yep. We no, got it. Yep. We're doing good. I, I appreciate your enthusiasm, and I bow to your Buddha nature. <laughs> I gotta whisper to Lee. What's the Buddha nature? The sounds kind of cool. I'm uh having uh haven't really looked into it. Buddha nature. Love it. So we're turning in, yeah, Jordy. I think so. You're, so. you're yeah. turning in for the evening. You don't want to do any exploring at night. Uh, I mean, I think it's maybe you know best and then. Yeah, I could, I, I could case uh, the perimeter a little bit. I could help with that. I wouldn't mind having Rick just take a jaunt up the mountainside and see if he can't find nothing. Boot up, sure. Yeah. Does Rick have dark vision? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. With him being invisible, he's able to fly a good 50 feet, 100 feet away from you. Um, gets, you know, a little bit of a ways away. Um, you end up losing connection with him. Yeah. A couple minutes pass. Five, ten. You're all setting up the fires, deploying um, your tents for the evening, sleeping bags, getting everything all prepped and locked up. And um, then eventually he comes back in and, eh, boss. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of tracks up here. Um, you guys saw like twelve or so. I think that's closer mm-hmm. to like forty. So, Ooh, fine. Um, I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting if, if you wanted to do it. But uh, there's also uh, about half a dozen uh, destroyed wagons a lot of dead bodies um, cool. kind of cool, up to cool. you if you want to make that call that's super metal Rick uh, did you see any orcs up there? didn't see any orcs at least as far as I could tell okay cool Already, do I know if like are they are, do, are orcs more nocturnal at all or is it just that they're not coming out because they're attacking people at night usually um, make a Make an intelligence check. I'm not even going to try and pull any favorite enemy bullshit because they're 100% not. <laughs> yeah, they're just annoyed. <laughs> what if they're undead, though? Sorry? Yeah, what are they character orcs? progression? Zombie, zombie orcs. Zombie orcs. Zombie orcs do exist. Yeah. What'd you roll? Uh, three. Three? Um, yeah. I mean, the attacks were made. People see better at night. I mean, in the but day. They might be nocturnal. They might just be really good at hoiding. You honestly, you're not sure. Rick didn't see anything when he was out just like passively scanning the area. Um, he saw the dead bodies and he saw the destroyed wagons pretty far off the road. So it looks like they're at least smart enough to not leave behind any wreckage. It was just you specifically with that ridiculous role that found <laughs> like severe tracks, still impress- uh, impressions mm-hmm. on the ground. Um, you were able to look in the right places where they hadn't cleared off their tracks uh, and able to get an idea of roughly how many this party might have had. But that's not to All say right. that that's, that's the whole reasoning behind the warlord is that it's multiple bands and tribes that are brought together, uh, multiple chiefs. So this was probably a warlord with maybe one chief and like their band. Whereas what Rick saw was the tracks of the entire orc uh, culmination of the bands. Right, so it's a racing party mm-hmm. rather than the entirety of their numbers. I think exactly. we should probably cumber until we can maybe get some backup to help us with this. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, if we uh, work our way up in the Lord's Alliance, if we make some friends there, it might be a little bit easier to contract people. And... But then why would they have put the contract out? We can get some hirelings, maybe, but it might That's be easier. That's more what I'm thinking. Yeah, or and just people, allies to come with us. Yeah, I mean, even if we bring the information about the numbers that we discovered to Lady Silverhand, then perhaps... Is that right, Silverhand? Yes. Yeah, okay. um, um, then maybe she'll be able to arrange for us to bring some soldiers along. Just yeah, to, was- just as the reminder as well, you do also have access to the library underneath the Font of Knowledge. So that would be something mm-hmm. you could theoretically lean on um, to give yourselves maybe more information because not a lot of you have spent any real time here. Um, you don't have any background on what this might be but an, a warlord the presence of that is substantial it's not something where warlords just pop up here and there right uniting of bands is very very rare within orc um society so there might be some information you could look into on that when you get back to uh water deep as well or there might be a larger plot of foot i hope mm. so what kind of foot 
Bigfoot. Orcfoot. Oh, oh, we better and find a Sasquatch. <laughs> Jesse, your oh, cryptid is leaking. Is oh my goodness. More than a Sasquatch. Okay, so are we, uh, we calling it tonight or are we thinking of following? Do we think we can take on 40 orcs or? Uh... I mean, probably, but let's turn in. Let's get a good yeah. night's sleep. I think that's mm-hmm. Needs a little bit more planning. Strategies for this one. Um, but I think we should uh, set watches tonight just because they yes. attacked two days ago. It's a good idea. Have double, double, double watches. Double watches just because they are. There's six of us. We can do two at a time. Yeah. I think that's probably a good idea just because they are so active on these this road. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah. I, uh, I don't have the bow of surprise or the bow of warning anymore, so we can be surprised now. Keep in mind. Oh. Mm. So, my new one has some fun mm-hmm. tricks as well, but that's something we, we, we will miss, so. Noted. Um, well, I'm still a little jazzed from uh, hearing about 40 orcs, so I'll stay up for a bit if anyone else wants to. Take I don't mind it. taking the first watch with Leaf. Sounds good. I'll take whatever watch others don't want to do. It's easy for me to be up at night and I only need the four hours to meditate at, at a time and then I can sort of just chill. Do you want to take uh, last or middle watch, Elise? Easy enough, whatever works. I'm happy to take last if everyone else would like to get some more, should I? Or uh, I think that if you, because you only need four hours, we need eight uninterrupted. No, you need so six six if, hours of sleep and then two hours can be used for a watch or something. Yeah, I still need eight hours of rest, but I just need four hours at a time uninterrupted. So I don't mind taking the middle as well and somebody else wants to Sure, I'll take the last uh, with less, less if you're... Um... Whatever works, I'm good. Okay. Hope, I hope you're, hope you're okay taking the middle watch. I'll uh, save some coffee or something for you. A nod. They stoically nod. Where they agree. <laughs> this I'd like the last to time we've them for a long time and we haven't had a chance yet, so I'm happy to take a watch with them. We used to sing camp. We that's what we get for singing campfire songs. Last night we completely blew it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll get uh, Doctor and Leaf. You can go ahead and make um, perception checks for me, please. All right. Uh, is a perception. That is eighteen. Eighteen. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um. Two of you let everybody else turn in for the night. Snores begin to be heard. Moon starts to rise. Nothing really seems to transpire. No sound coming from the mountains. Nothing out of the ordinary that you might expect to hear. Jordy, uh, while while I'm up, I want to have Rick kind of post up where he saw them orcs. Mm-hmm. The orc tracks. Just to keep an eye to let me know and to zip back in case he... Uh, Gets any movement up there. Yeah, there's a um, couple of sparse trees that are mostly just devoid of any greenery at this point. He'd be able to uh, post up in one of those. Yeah. I was going to say as well, if there's like a little, is there anywhere that we could sort of like pull into some trees or anything that just takes us right off, off the road a little bit? You can head off the road for sure, but there isn't really like clusters of trees or anything. It's more so just single trees or like low shrublands and things like that. Just want to know if we can try to like camouflage ourselves at all, but if we can't, that's fine. Yeah, not not really. This isn't really uh, much of a camouflage road. It, it's a pretty well traveled one, so it's more so just that you take watches. Fair enough. 
Uh, I guess during the watch, uh, Leaf will turn oh. to the. Yo, I can do hide hide in plain sight now. So maybe that's something I could do for the wagon a little bit. What is hide in plain sight again? Uh, you can spend one minute creating camouflage. Well, it's for yourself, but uh, once I'm camouflaged in this way, using like roots, dirt, ash, whatever, I ah. can get plus ten bonus to stealth, and people can't see me until I move. But maybe I can you know, sort of. Can I you utilize can my camo? Camo abilities like toss some leaves over the black lacquered wagon. And <laughs> can a leaf hug onto the wagon? <laughs> it is black. I mean, it kind of would blend in. Can I reverse pimp my ride it? So, <laughs> please. It, it, it's I've an interesting so thing. Much. Because you didn't take the flame encrusted werewolf skull daddy wagon. <sighs> It's it's pretty well camouflaged in the night anyway, right? It's a black lacquer, so there is a little bit of a shine from it. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's about the only thing. But that's pretty easy to cover. You wouldn't even really need to make a check for that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I would have done that. I just, like, I feel like I don't want to leave it to fate that we're like, well, there's a lot of orc tracks. Oh, well, some of us should go to sleep. No, it's all good. With it's, you guys taking the watches, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty okay. Um, so yeah, so your guys watch passes without any real incident. Yeah. Um, um during that, uh, Leaf will turn to the doctor and say, so, uh, I mean, we've chatted a bit over the past year, but, uh, things been good? Things have been, things have been pretty good. Things have been pretty good. We've got, uh, all of my interests in Selgaunt are back on track, and I'm back in, back in Waterdeep, just, uh, catching up and doing doing my rounds how how about you two how are how are things i mean it's been uh it's been good i'm definitely getting used to you know traveling with someone uh more i mean we traveled for a bit but uh yeah it's it's been interesting kind of looking out for someone else other than yourself for a while so it's been uh it's been all right and your little dust-ups you guys have been getting into those have been those have been fun huh yeah, I'm gonna try and like keep that on the down low with the other uh, folks. I mean, you know, it's something we just sort of fell into. It sort of. Uh, I understand. Lips are sealed. I won't. I appreciate it, but uh, I I gotta ask. I mean, do you, this whole uh, you know spooky dreams with uh, flames and fire and uh, stuff that burns my hand when I wake up. Is this anything, like, if you had anything like that, or is this something I should... I'm a little worried, I'm not going to lie, and I'm trying not to let Hope know that, or really anyone. Yes. yes. Well, I can't say as I have. My interactions with my patron have been pleasant overall. Nothing nothing quite so uh, scarring, shall we say. But... This appears to have been, you know, something that was not invited by you. So, it only stands to reason it strikes as a bit more invasive. Yeah, it's uh, definitely not the most welcome thing I've experienced in a while, but uh, I appreciate that everyone's uh, pulling up for this. Well, you know, when, uh, when Leaf asks for help, we all have to show. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Of course. Anyways, uh, did thanks you, for... uh, did you have any other insights about your your dream that you wanted to share? I might be able to shed some light coming from a 
uh, I mean, I, educated background on this sort of thing. Yeah, I really uh, saw a plane of fire. I'm. It was it, what I initially saw was you know this beautiful forest and uh, ended up getting burned to a cinder, which, you know, by my experience, tends to not be a good thing. Um, yes, usually. But uh, I can't help but be worried that uh, being someone that's you know I, I'm essentially tied to the deities and the or to my deity in the plains. Um, any sort of unrest is gonna. I don't want to lose anything that I can help the rest of the party with. If I'm unable to bring someone back, it's gonna. It's not gonna be ideal. Of course. But you know, this is. Uh... This strikes me as a little more severe than what we're currently used to. Yeah, normally we're the ones that are uh, shaking shit up, so it's kind of interesting that someone else is making a move. That's uh, probably a good idea to get on this sooner rather than later. But. Yes. I, I suppose my point in saying that is this could be a situation whereby we need to be more ruthless than we have in the past, should it desire. Uh, I, uh, I don't know, I'm, uh, I don't know if I've got that in me, at least not yet, but, uh... Of course. I would never, I would never say that, especially to you, that we need to, you know, do, uh, do anything entirely out of sorts. We all have our codes we must stick by. But at the same time, if times get desperate, they may call for measures that equal that. I understand. Uh, just if I do anything, I want you to know it was uh, with the best intentions. Of course. You've never had anything but. And yeah, I think it's probably. All right. Um, so, yeah. Do I hear at any time the doctor mentioned be more ruthless than we've been? No, this would transpire well after you were asleep. Um, the only person who might catch any of this conversation would be Elith. Elith, what's your passive again? Passive 23. Perception? 23? Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> there would be a pretty good chance that you would hear that. Um, Elith, like, the meeting is like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. With yeah. the hair toss? Yeah. <laughs> With the hair toss. Mm, murder. I'm not saying we have to do a murder all the time, but just, you know, we might need to do more of it. It could be fun. Who knows? I murdered very much, actually, all things considered. Like, Town of Barovia really got off pretty easy. Or, uh, uh, sorry, um, Galaki got off Both. pretty easy. We could have murdered a lot more people. We, we should go back. <laughs> No. Shut dirty mouth. Trying to think, you guys never actually killed anyone. We killed Fiona. No, you didn't. Killed she killed Fiona. herself. Oh, that's right. But we did kill. She Strong. fireballed herself. You never yeah. killed anyone in the town of Lockheed. Very tame in that story. Allura, oh, we we. Allura killed Strahd. Yeah. Just, just say that again. True. We did one of those uh, Death Star things where, like, multiple people died when Strahd's castle went down that we just didn't want to acknowledge. Pretty much. Yeah. All the contractors. I think yeah. most of them were dead already. That's true, actually. 
It should have had a better union. Anyway. Anyway. I guess what I'm saying <laughs> is we could do we could do with a lot more of the stab stab. In Les's case. All right. So with the two yes, of you turning right. in for the evening, next watch comes up, and that was Allura. That was you. No, it was. Uh, me. I think it was. Uh, Lethal Hope. Lethal Hope, yep. okay. Um, I'll just get you, uh, your passive is high enough. You, you don't notice anything transpiring over the course of the evening. Um, I you know, pull up and it's like, so Hope, how's it going with Leaf? Just oh, I kinda... see by your blush, <laughs> but it's going pretty well. Uh, yeah, all right. Good stuff. Yeah, how about that water deep? Okay. <laughs> All right. So you turn in for the evening, uh, waking everybody up. We'll say for the sake of brevity, nothing seems to transpire. Um, you would imagine, based on the lack of interaction, lack of any real sound, um, whatever the orcs came for, their last haul was pretty good. Um, and you guys traveling at a normal pace didn't draw too much attention to yourselves. A single wagon, a couple of horses, not exactly the big score that they're looking to hit. So gives you an idea of what might have transpired in the previous couple of attacks, maybe the people were a little more rowdy, a little more raucous, maybe a few more traveling at a time, whatever it was you seem to have passed by. But it's a pretty wagon. It is. So they, but they have to get you close enough to see it. <laughs> so they hit everyone, uh, they hit all the spring breakers. Yeah. yeah, they hit all the spring breakers, there you go. Noted. Alrighty. So, with you guys setting out the following morning, you've got a couple of days left until you hit uh, Sucomber. Better part of three days nothing again transpiring no uh, creatures off the side of the road no ominous sounds or sights in the middle of the night the nights transpire nice and quickly um, I guess we slept through a watch that's okay right, yeah. um, did we not get a watch? oh you did sorry if you guys wanted to take it I was just saying for the sake of brevity nothing happens but if you wanted to no but we wanted some rules oh yeah go for it yeah we can also hit that like another night if you guys if we want to like move it along. But you guys want to take watch again another night? It's up totally up to you. Sure. I mean, no. We'll just you you I you did take your watch. Sorry. Yeah, you did take your watch. Um. So you guys would have a chance. So was it you and Les who were taking watch? I thought you were taking one yep. by yourself. No, it was Les and I. Okay. So we we were each taking two. Well, it's two people watch. per watch, like, but it's people. four watches overnight. Well, it takes two to make a thing go right. Three watches. <laughs> no, it's four watches because otherwise, for the last watch, uh, everybody's asleep. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Let's we'll just say yeah, we well, slept in. Yeah. Yeah. We, sorry. So we each took one of them. Yeah. So sorry. That was what my understanding was, just because it's the Doc and Leaf took the first, uh, Leaf and the Mute Hope took the second, and then one <laughs> of each of you took the third and fourth. We really blew that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But there would be so, another chance for you guys to take yeah, a watch together. Say, so like, we'll say, yeah, yeah. So you'd be able to have another watch. It's fine. Well, no, you you have one. Go for it. No, it's we're our, it's fine. It's yeah. It. We'll just go past it, guys. Okay. Move yeah. it forward. <laughs> it's all good. All right. So over the next couple of days, everything transpires. The miles pass. Wagon moving ahead. Road staying about as rough as it did before. Seems to be getting a little bit better. Kind of the closer you get to Sucomber, it was kind of one of that weird, one of those weird things where it's like kind of nice when you're close to Daggerford, and then it gets worse, and then it gets a little bit better as you get closer to Sucomber. Um, you'd imagine probably that the citizens are coming out, taking care of the road a little bit more, making sure that the journey of people setting off and coming in is a little easier than on the rest of the road further out. So as the journey progresses east, 
The relatively flat landscape starts to roll from rolling lush green hills, forming those that rise slowly and falling across the horizon. And far ahead to the north, you see the densely packed trees of the high forest climbing thousands of feet up. While the south features the often-traveled Delimbier River. On the opposite bank of the river, the land sinks into uncultivated shrublands and open water pockets that form the untamed high moor. Following a path around one of the hills, you eventually see the city of Sucomber coming into view, and it looks about as plain as you had thought it would be. Three relatively large hills dot the landscape, forming a kind of triangle that roughly established the city proper. The closest to you is the highest, with a small stone and iron fort built upon its peak. Pairs and trios of Lord's Alliance troops stand atop the spires and the walls, while others make their way down the hill towards the center of the city. There, clusters of one- and two-story buildings form a small village, sitting barely a few feet above the level of the river. Two small harbors and a couple of personal vessels and trade ships docked, crews offloading trade goods, picking up supplies for their journeys east and west along the river. Beyond the nearest harbor, a small island features a solitary gray stone building, rising about 30, mm. 40 feet up, maybe 50 or so. It's tough to tell at this distance, um, but no visible balconies or windows. It's kind of an odd little just vertical stone building. Probably not important, guys. <laughs> Beyond the village, to the north, a little more on your left side, you see another large hill with what appears to be small houses and doors built into the hill. Smaller people are walking, uh, making their way to and from these homes, carrying baskets and bags of various food and household items. Whereas further east, a little more to your right along the same road, you see larger, more typical freestanding homes. They've been constructed atop a third hill, near a larger of the two harbors, and you see a few humans tending to crops and animals on the farms adjacent to those. As we enter, as we're getting closer to like the entrance of Sakamba, um, I'm going to be singing a little sea shanty song to myself as we're just walking it. Alrighty. Are you so, okay if I sing it? There, uh, if you'd like there, to. Oh, it. Head it Sorry. up. Blow, blow, fire down the coast, sink, shi sink ships, then we drink and boat, sailing the open coast out to the sea. Blow, blow, fire down the coast, sink ships, then we drink and boat, sailing the open coast out to the sea. And I just keep saying that over and over again. Man, Les, that's a hit. Does that have a name? Or you make that up? Fire down the coast. I learned it out on working on the ships. Just a nice little jingle. Makes hey, me feel Les, You're yes? going to Hollywood. What? Yo, that one's going to be stuck in my head all day. That was, uh, that was a hit. What's the Hollywood equivalent of Feyre? Um, I think we just left it. Um, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, like Waterdeep's it would, like LA, right? <laughs> yeah, it'd probably be between Waterdeep and Baldur's Gate. Waterdeep more for like the uh, like the high class social city. Baldur's Gate more the like I feel like the difference is like American Idol X Factor. Where it's like oh. where it's like America's Got Talent is just whatever you got, you do your thing, that's Baldur's Gate. Whereas like, you know, it's more established rules and like everybody is high class. Um yeah. Ryan Seacrest's hangout. Yeah, Baldur's exactly. Like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the host is Ryan Seacrest versus Nick Cannon. It's just kinda like yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Yeah, there you go. 
I keeping a pop culture relative. Uh, are, Jordy, are there guards? There's uh, there's a couple of Lords Alliance troops that are kind of just making their way to and from the fort. Um, there's a couple of people who are up atop the spires, a couple of people manning a main gate. But the gate to the fort is open. The village itself is open. It's not like everything has been shut down and there's people who are, like, preventing anybody from traveling through. You kind of have just free walk. Oh, sure. I was just hoping to find a guard and ask them some stuff. Yeah, you'd be able to make your way up to the fort and be able to ask them some stuff as a couple of them are coming in and out of the main gate. Cool, cool. Uh, I want to flag one down and just say, uh, Hail, we are uh, we're coming in from Waterdeep. Is there a tavern where we could perhaps replenish our, our uh, food supplies? The tavern you're looking for? Uh, yeah, you can head a little further down into the city. Uh, for there, a couple of different places. You could stay at the uh, Singing Sprite. That's a nice little inn, a little on the quiet side. Uh, second one that is a little on the good side is uh, the Seven Stringed Harp. Uh, it's a tavern and then an inn. A little more on the rowdy side uh, for you lot, I'd imagine. Probably a little bit more favorable. But if you're looking for a good uh, night's sleep, the uh, the singing sprites your bet. Uh, uh, this guy's a Lord's Alliance dude, yeah? Yeah, all the guards that you're seeing are in full Lord's Alliance regalia. Dope. Uh, anyone else got anything? anything um, I guess I was just going to ask about the kind of makeup of the town. Like, the racial makeup? Is it mostly... Dude, it's so. uh, mostly humans and uh, halflings. Okay. Uh, a couple right, of cool. people obviously here from the Lord's Alliance right now. You're looking at about 100 soldiers of different backgrounds. Myself, obviously, cool. being a dwarf. Of course. Uh, I'd like to just casually hold out the the mark that we were given and just say, uh, who's, uh, who's in charge of the troops here? Oh, you've got the signet. You must be the ones that uh, Shazair is looking for. Um, head up to the second floor, uh, up into the fort. Ask for Shazair Nalkor. Uh, tough to miss. Giant red dragonborn. Ah, good. Easy to spot. Uh, thank you so much. What was your name? Uh, my name? My name is uh, Balram. Thank you, Balram. <laughs> thank you. Uh... One more thing, Balram. I love your dancing. Are there any drinking champions in this part of town by any chance? Sakomba is not much of a drinking city, I'll be honest. Ah, thank um, you. you could probably challenge somebody to a one-on-one, but not really much in the way of an establishment. So there's room to create one. Thank you very much. Sure. Take that <laughs> Less, for what I it think- is. Unless this place is wide open, it's time to, you know, establish as many drinking championships as you can. You know what, it's your time, now, here. I'm going to be on my way now, and he just starts to make his way down, (laughs) away from the keep and towards the village. So you know that Shazayir is on the second floor inside the castle, pretty easy to direct uh, you to. I'm assuming that's where you just head? Yeah, I think so. Probably best to check in with him. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a she. Shazir is a she. Oh. <laughs> yeah. is a female dragonborn. Yeah. Very excited. Cool. Um, look, I'll be straight up. I'm not great at talking to these military types. Um, I don't know, less Allura, uh, more your kind of speed, or? I'm pretty good at talking to people of authority. I could put on the old charm. I ruffle up my captain's jacket. I've been, uh, I've been practicing talking to a lot of higher up polluting people during my time on the ship, having trading, meeting a lot of types of people. I've really worked on my negotiating tactical skills. I think you'll be quite impressed. 
Allura, do you maybe want to handle this? I can uh, I can try to take the lead on this. Ouch, Doc. Ouch. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. Right. I'm right just saying. Didn't even, you, didn't even wait to be on. That's fine. It's fine. Plus, if you want to be a, a support. In that. Yeah, sure. Support. Sounds great. Less, I'm just saying, your military types tend to be tend to be hard drinking, powerful sailor types, and and certainly that wouldn't work for the the weak people of the land, right? Uh, well, we'll find out, won't we? I suppose so. I suppose. Then so. Anyone speak uh, dr- draconic? Not that I'm sure this person speaks common. <laughs> like, you know, we might get Sorry, no. I speak draconic. Oh, you perfect. So maybe like, uh, you know, strategized greeting in Draconic. If you know any, you know, formal greetings might go over well. well I, don't, I don't know if you recall, but a certain mystical dragon decided to just visit me out of the blue and give me dragon-like qualities for no reason. So I kind oh, of know speak, speak Dragonborn too. Yeah. Well, you can wow. speak Draconic. Yeah. Oh, I don't know good. how. It sounds like <laughs> common to me, but it comes out dragon ball, apparently. Is that how that works? Wait, is this like a thing? He's, or... he's essentially Harry Potter accidentally speaking parcel tongue. All right, cool. Okay, okay. I was hoping this was bullshit, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, it was I like, was oh, when's the bit ending? Chat. I know I was going to do an insight check, but then Jordy confirmed it. <laughs> it's just true. Like, you, you kind of noticed him in his sleep. Like, he's making this really, like, guttural, like... Yeah. Sound and then Allura, you're just like he's speaking for Conic. What? So it's something like you would have noticed over the last couple of days. Joey had to had to speak French. Yeah, That's exactly. Not it. It's not that because like you don't even know what you're what you're doing. Like you're not actively trying to do it. It's just happening, and you're like, oh, cool. I guess I was speaking this language that I've heard you speak, and every time Allura and Hope speak it, I understand what they say perfectly. They're speaking common. What you guys are weird. You don't understand them speaking common. Oh, see, I wasn't sure if it was gonna if this was gonna end with less only being able to say omelet du fromage and dragonborn. What a dream. Voulez vous coucher? Anyways. Before we go in, uh, let's just kind of get all, all of our ducks in a row. Uh, so we're looking for Shalazier. Shazair. Uh, uh, Nelcor. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird S H A Z A I I R. Ah. What extra. Well, a lot of vowels. Yeah. Shazair. Shazair. Interesting. Shazair. Okay. Spelled that three times. Yeah. Once incorrectly, second correctly, and third time how it sounds. Ah, nice. phonetically. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're looking for Shazat Year. Uh, we were sent by Lady Laryl Silverhand. Silverhand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we are supposed to ask about um, Melior. Is that the, the attack on Sukumbar? They had an attack um, of horrible creatures and. Yes. So the yeah. ma- major things here is you you were told to present the signets to Shazayir. Mm-hmm. Um, Amelior Amanitas is the self proclaimed sage of Sukumbar who is not helping the Lord's Alliance in any way. Um, he was, uh, you don't know why, but they asked you if there was a chance that you could try to talk to him. Maybe you might have better luck than the Alliance would. Um, okay. 
So he's not someone associated with the Alliance in any way. Okay. Cool. Cool. He's he's like a recluse, so we might need directions where we can point his tower. Then they say he's in a tower, right? That giant tower with no windows. Could be. On the way in. So I don't know. I don't think oh, that's oh. going to be important. It's on it's on its <laughs> own little tiny island, so it would make sense. Yeah, hmm. I don't think so. Hey, we could walk there. Okay. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's head in. All right. So you make your way across the courtyard. It's a pretty open fort. You see a lot of supplies coming in, a lot of rations being distributed. The Alliance troops are very similar to the ones that you saw in Waterdeep. Um, you do notice that there are a couple here and there, one or two people that look like their armor is a little bit more used than others. Um, and the people themselves seem to be a little bit more um, hardened, like kind of more maybe you would imagine those are maybe what's left of the local alliance troops, whereas the ones who are in the more polished armor, um, fresh foot, fresh feeted, those are the ones who came in as the supplement based mm -hmm. on the requirements of if there was a second attack. Cool. Okay. All right, so you make your way up to the second floor, easy enough to find, ask a couple of directions, and you're led into a, a fairly large open room, massive oak table, a couple of drinks around the table, and you see that there is a fairly large red dragonborn in full plate armor, massive great sword at the side, no shield, um, just sitting at one of the tables. Cool. Um, oh, hello? Uh, sorry. sorry, go ahead, Lee. I was going to say, Jordy, quick question. Uh, what color dragonborn? Red dragonborn. Noted. Alrighty. Uh, excuse me, uh, Shazair? You see her look over and... Yes, can I help you? Um, I'll pull out my signet. Um, we're a band, uh, we're a group of travelers sent from Waterdeep, um, by Lady Silversmith, and I'll kind of, like, yeah, show her the... the uh, bunch, my bunch. friend here, her friend, the, the name was Lady Silverhand. Oh, and I say that in the most in the most standing up, like very royalish looking pose. I'm the gonna word, face the word you're looking for is regal. Yes. That's right. Uh, and you see her just kind of like sigh a little bit and drop a bit of a crusty piece of bread onto the table and then stand up well over six and a half feet tall, closing in on Leaf's height. Yo. <laughs> so you are the uh, brunch bunch, huh? Good of you to yep. finally get here. We were expecting some haste given the situation, but I suppose late help is better than none at all. We came here as fast we, as we could. We did. We didn't want to move too quickly. There's orcs on the the road from here, water deep from water deep to here. You managed to impress Raiden. I would imagine you should be able to dispatch some orcs without much trouble. What I've been saying. Yeah. We we could have. It would have made us later. Fair. All right. You need food, drink? What do you need? Information. Very well. Come with me. And she walks out of the room, just kind of turning and the heavy tail slapping against the ground as she walks away. Um, eventually, you're led into another smaller room. Looks to be a makeshift office of some kind. Series of pieces of parchment, tomes around. Um, she begins taking different pieces of parchment out. Some look like they're handwritten by a couple of different people. And eventually kind of settles down. Chairs are brought in for all of you. You're able to stand in the room easily enough. <clears throat> the citizens and guards all agree that the attackers came from the north or northeast. 
They hit the outskirts of the city just as the sun fell below the horizon in the evening. We're unsure of the exact numbers because they spread out after the initial attack, but the guards who survived say that they slew at least three of the creatures. But when they were slain, their bodies didn't exactly function as ours would. They fell to the ground before catching on fire and burning to ash, as if the earth seemed to open up underneath them and swallow anything that remained. As for the attacks they made, from the marks we saw on the dead, some seemed to be armed with spears or spear-like weapons, others simply used claws or chains to strike. But with the descriptions given being imprecise at best, we are having a difficult time actually identifying the nature of these creatures, let alone their motive in attacking a city such as this. We did find a few tracks. They lead further north, into the rock outcroppings and trees south of the high forest, but with the limited alliance presence on hand, we can't exactly afford to have anyone follow that trail and disappear or turn up dead. That's where you come in. Absolutely. Um, how many do you think attacked the city? What are your estimations on numbers? Based on those who survived, at least three. There was only three, three of these that attacked this city. And they slew almost 30 of my men and close to 40 villagers. Hmm. Were you able to... Sounds slay? like... How many did you slay? All of them, as far as we're aware. So you killed all three? With... some assistance from that ridiculous mage. Mage? Hey. Mm. I assume that is Amelior. Um, it is. And then refused okay. to give us any information he might have had after the fight. What seemed to be successful when he was fighting these creatures? The creatures seemed to walk through fire as if it were water. Nothing happening to them of any kind. A lot of our attacks, fire-based, did nothing. With him specifically seemed to be something with ice that he was able to do that they seemed to shy away from. Okay. So, how, how many attacked originally? It was just three that attacked? As far as we're aware, at least three. And he how may many have slain only... another by himself, but we were not able to see any others. Hmm. So, we were... Oh, I'm so sorry, Laura. Go ahead. You killed three. There was maybe four? There was at least three. My men saw three. If Amelior dealt with another one or two by himself, you would have to get that information from him. Okay. Um. May I? Yeah. Uh, we've only received a... a vague idea of what these creatures looked like. Uh, something devilish with wings and tails and such. Uh, would you fought them firsthand, yes? I did not. I am here as part of the reinforcements. I see. Are there any troops in town who did fight them firsthand? The only one that's fought anything that saw 
He saw the attacks made by the others. The only one that he fought was something that he described as being wrapped in living chains. I see. Humanoid, two arms, two legs, and a bandaged head with these chains that wrapped and coiled around its body, controlling them like serpents. Oh, that sounds gross. Mm. Real ball and chain. Very metal. Point this direction of this soldier. Outside, recovering. Ask for... uh, Forgive me. The names of so many locals are difficult to remember. Is a half-elf. His name is Ravik. Oh, I have a couple questions, if none of you is mind. Uh, good afternoon. My name's Alith. Um, when we were on our way here and we saw some tracks, I did a cursory search to see where the orc tracks were coming from, and it was also from the north into the hills. Do you have any reason to believe that these creatures might have been working with or some involved? <laughs> I'm sorry. Clearly, you have not dealt with many of the orcs in this area. They don't exactly work well with others. We managed... Uh, to send an invisible scout and we saw at least 40 tracks all together um, from judging from the tracks that I saw from where they had attacked travelers we had reason to believe that there was an orc um, uh, war war chief warlord an orc warlord who had united a few different bands so I'd say they do seem like they're working well with others at the moment working well with other orcs not with other creatures Orcs are fiercely territorial. A warlord every once in a while combines bands together. They're still distrusting of any other creatures that exist. It is not something that we would imagine, and that is several days' journey from here. Them attacking from the northeast is the wrong direction. The northwest, perhaps. But the northeast, whatever this is, it's something that most likely, at least in my opinion, came from the high forest. High forest, alright. And do you have any... Have you seen anything since this attack that would indicate this. Everything has gone silent. The villagers taking some time. It's been difficult getting them to readjust to working back on the farms during the day. My troops ensured to be stationed on the northern sides of town and on the harbors. But outside of this, there is nothing here. That's why Lady Silverhand sent us is there is no reason that she can see or that I imagine you or the people here can see that these creatures attacked at all honestly no that's the reason why an investigation team is required someone who's willing to go a little bit further north beyond these lands who is not simply one of my men who would go up there and potentially get a little skittish at something where it looks as demonic as this have any of your men been north none of them have they have all stayed within the city our priority is guarding the borders of a Lord's Alliance city. You? Has there been any demonic activity in this town at any point? I have no idea. That would be something the historians would be able to answer. Um, you could have looked that up before you left. Or perhaps Amelior might have some answers to that regard. As far as I know, he has been living in this town for quite a while. The Sage of Sycomber, a cook and a hermit, more like. Comes into where... town every now and then, but... Where... Oh, sorry, Amanda. Sorry. Seeing that large tower with no windows? Flies across from that every once in a while. Picks up supplies before taking the trip back. 
Nice enough to the townsfolk, but couldn't give me or my troops a second thought. Save for when he tried throwing me off his little rock when I asked about information on the attack. Hopefully you'll mm. have some better luck with him than we did. He threw you off a rock? You. He tried throwing me off his rock. And what did you do in response? I left his rock. That was very, uh, very kind of you. The old yeah, is not someone who is going to abuse information out of somebody. Yes. And I kind of look over at the doctor. <laughs> That's a good idea. I agree. Um, uh, thank you for your time, Shazair. Oh, Shazair, I got a quick question before we go. Um, and excuse me, you just kind of remind me of a friend I used to know. Um, has, has anyone in town been... Uh, have there been any weird uh, dreams or anyone having problems sleeping here? You would have to talk to them. I I do not know. If no one has come to me with anything out of the ordinary in that respect. As far oh, as we're aware, good. life is continuing as it did before the attack, just with less people inside the city. Was uh, one more question, uh, Shazayir? Have were there any um, lasting injuries on those who fought these creatures? Lasting as in uncurable? Just things that remain after. A few of them will have scars, I imagine, from the attacks, but nothing that stands out as out of the ordinary. You get stabbed by a spear, you have a scar in your chest for quite a long time. Okay, thank you. Um, I realize you're new to this city, but uh, just because we're even newer, do you have any idea if there's any um, apothecaries... Uh, herbalists, anything like that, that people might consult if they were having problems sleeping that we could ask around at? Mm. The the village itself is not exactly the pinnacle of commerce or luxury of those kinds. You're looking at a one tavern, two inn kind of city. Very well, we'll ask around there. Makes it easy, I like that. Anything else I can do for you? uh, Should we find any any evidence, any information. Should we come to you with it first? You're welcome to if you think that it is relevant, but the people who need this information more than myself are the lieutenants and the open lord of Waterdeep. They are the ones who can determine if our presence here is continued to be necessary or if it needs to be more or if we can return home. Of course. Thank you very much for your time. Happy to be of service. Should there be any other attack? How many troops do you have stationed here right now? 121. Very well. Mm. Shall we... better than the 30 that were first here. Mm. Thank you. I'd I'd like to go speak with uh, Ravik. Ravik. That's a... Ravik. That's a good idea, Laura. Um, Get some intel on that guy and then maybe visit this uh, Amanitas fellow. Yeah, I think that's a good The tavern, perhaps, as well. Although that might be better if we can get at night, there'll be more people around. Mm -hmm. Actually, yeah, Jordy, sorry. Um, I'm sure we've been over this. What time is it right now? Uh, You guys actually, we haven't been over it. It's about a nine-day journey. You'd pull in, give or take, like, two in the afternoon, one in the afternoon. You've got, like, the the rest of the day pretty much available to you. 
Yeah, I just want to make sure we're not pulling up at like 10 p.m. or something. Yeah, no, it, you pull in like pretty pretty much midday. Cool. Okay. All right. So she would lunch. Yeah, so she would essentially find another guard to escort you down to where Ravik is uh, is healing up. Before, sorry, before we depart this room, yep. like I want to wait for everyone to kind of like start exiting the room, kind of go over the Dragonborn and just like suddenly ask, the name Ostilian does it ring any bells to you, does it? Ostilian? Yes. No, is this someone from your people? Possibly. Possibly <laughs> some type of mystical dragon assault ice base. Clearly you don't know very much about the arrangements and the mm, tensions between dragons and dragonborn. I don't. I would not be the one to ask on that. May I suggest someone who can tell you in the ways of history or to find a book somewhere? <laughs> Not all dragons know each other less. It's racist. Hey, hey, I'm just, 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 i am just no, 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 Everybody out. So you're led down. Uh, one of the guards just kind of walking you down. You're led into a recovery room, um, and you see a heavily bandaged um, individual. Looks to be half-elf. Um, very difficult to tell. Looks like one of his ears has been cropped a little bit based on Oops. the attacks. Um, currently unconscious. Um, uh, looks to be recovering, but even at two in the afternoon is not awake. Are there Jordan, physicians tending to him? At the moment, no. The bandages seem to be holding. There isn't like a huge amount of blood coming through the bandages or anything like that, um, but there are at least definitely people who have been tending to him in the past. Can okay. I... Uh, I'm gonna have... Uh, can I... I'll take my like rapier out and do a little bit of uh, flourishes with my rapier, mm-hmm. and I will cast Healing Word okay. on on this guy and I'm gonna like as I'm doing it look over at Leaf at like <laughs> like really excited to try what the f- that's so it. cool so it's an interesting experience for you Leaf because you're very much used to tracing symbols usually with your holy symbol occasionally with your hands drawing images on your arms but uh, Allura pulling out a rapier a very specific pointed piercing weapon and essentially carving the runes in thin air with the blade and then it just kind of appears in midair for a second and then kind of falls exactly the way that your healing word typically would uh, to the wounds and beginning to tend to them. The bandages are covering the wounds. You're not exactly sure what all is being restored but you can go ahead and roll your uh, recovery for that. This is my first time doing a spell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how to do it. So, uh, class, plus your spell casting, spell casting ability modifier, which I believe is charisma. Correct. So it's one d four plus your charisma modifier, just straight charisma mod. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that'll be plus four to my friend, uh, Ravik. 
All right. So you heal, carving the rune in midair. Essentially, as if you're cutting through the air itself, and it's forming all of the lines associated with the rune. And then the- my head cannon on this is it's like if anyone's played the Wind Waker, it's like that kind of thing happening. Is that mm-hmm. that yeah, hit with close. anyone? All right, I'll take that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so that happens, and all of you are a little bit awestruck. Um, this is not something that any of you has seen Allura do before. Least of all, any spell casting done with a rapier. Like, what the fuck is this? And how awesome is that? Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, And then. uh, So he still remains unconscious. He does seem to be sleeping, but you see that the breathing starts to get at least a little bit easier while he's unconscious. Should I wake him up, you guys? Um, do you mind if I do a quick medicine check on him? Just make sure we're not gonna, you know, Yeah, I was gonna offer. <laughs> yeah, perhaps Leaf could pump a little more healing into him as well if he needs to be healed a bit more before we wake him. I'll see, he might just be, you know, taking a nap. Are there charts somewhere we could take a look at? <laughs> uh, not really. It's more so just okay. visible wounds. Um, so yeah, Leaf, go ahead and make a medicine check. Yeah. Cool. That is gonna be... Uh, 18. 18? Yeah. Seems to be battle wounds. Definitely not life-threatening. Like, he's not on the verge of death by any stretch of the imagination. Um, time and just sustained healing, eating well, yeah. drinking properly. He's going to get through it and have probably a decent amount of scarring. He lost yeah. a good chunk out of his ear. So, definitely was hurt I- in the battle. But, at least, is going to definitely survive. I think um, something that I... Sorry, I should have asked this when I was doing the check. I just wanted to make sure that uh, him being asleep right now... Or, sorry, that's him sleeping and not him being in, like, a coma or no, something? No, yeah, he's not in a coma. He's okay. just definitely cool. sleeping. It's midday. He's recovering. You know, it, it's no different from any of us if we have a broken leg or something. You're on painkillers. You get zonked pretty quick. Sounds good. Yeah. Maybe we um, come back later when he's... Yeah, we might want to check in on this guy tomorrow. We don't want to rouse him from his sleep. Okay. Shall we go check in on uh, that uh, sage fellow? Said he uh, gets along with uh, spellcasters quite well. Allura. That could be fun. It's like we've got a real... Uh, I think that means everyone in our crew can cast spells now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I was the only one who couldn't. You are no longer. No longer. So. Yeah, I was feeling kind of left out, you guys. So, you know, I did some research and learning over the break. That's so cool. Welcome, Welcome to the club. At least you know where your magical powers come from. Must be nice. Wes, <laughs> I'm really... I think this is more we should be excited for Allura, but... <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> the sentiment. I'm sorry, Les. Did you want some cheese with that wine? Fine. <laughs> Fine. We have some in the in the wagon if you want. Hey, Les, I think I saw another dragonborn on the way in here. Oh, sorry. Actually, I didn't hear that. No, that's fine. <laughs> Les, should we see if the local physicians have a wambulance for you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we finished the roast of Les. Yes, you yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I wonder why it smelled like fucking... I'm thinking of a fried chicken, fried fish chain, and it's not happening. Long John Silver's there in here. Go. There yeah. it is. All right, so with that, you manage to make your way south. There is the smaller harbor, which is fairly close to the tower. Um, it is it on its own little island, so you guys would have to figure out a way to get there. 
Um, you've still got the wagon in tow with you, but there's a couple of stables and places that you can park it by the harbor easily enough. Yeah, how, uh, how far in is that island there, Jordy? Uh, you would imagine on a boat it would probably take you 15, 20 minutes to sail over there. Don't now, what if like we were walk? to, say, walk? On water? Uh, walking? Okay. Probably about the same amount of time, maybe 20 minutes, if that. If you'll want to go park the uh, wagon, I can get uh, cooking a little something so we can walk over there. You get cooking and I'll find a parking spot. Sounds good. Sorry, Les, it looked like you were saying something. Uh, no, I was just going to, to mention the, the, the tower is, is did, you, did someone mention that tower's on an island? Yeah, it's on its own little solitary island. I believe I could part the seas for us. You can what? Over there. Seas? Where you like fully part the... That's crazy. Uh, so I have shaped water. Um, can move or otherwise change the flow of water as you direct up to five feet in any direction. Right. We, we, we went over this when we were in the bottom of uh, Strahd's castle. You can only do it five feet around you, so we can't go with you as you part water. So you can just oh, kind of be this little... Like, I thought it that was just for freezing. It's, oh, it's right, like if Moses could part the water for himself right. and no one else. I it's just takes over there, but well, then that's it. You could also just swim over there because... Yeah, I was going to say that less. I, yeah. That's something you'd be interested in? I mean, I don't know if there's any weird shit hiding underneath the water. That could there actually be. Those are very dangerous. I mean, I would... I. I mean, it was not like before when I didn't have much access to water. I've been living on a ship and on the water for this past whole year, but I'll never give an op- give up an opportunity to stretch the old fins and do a couple dives. Cool. Uh, I just think the walk on water might be fun if we want to flex our magic a little bit on this guy. I mean, I think it might be a good idea. I think it might be a good idea if Les is able to swim while we're walking. Is that something you'd be cool with, Les? I mean, I welcome that idea. For, yes, yes, please. Cool. I would love that. Yes. Um, sweet. So yeah, I'll kind of be ritual casting a walk or water walk. Yeah, walk on. So, yeah. Walk on water. Walk, yeah, I think it's water walk yeah. or something like that. One of, one of those. Ones. One of those. It's how, how yeah. many people does it hit? It's like eight or okay. something. Um, I'm pretty sure we're cool with the amount, but I can double check. Uh, Hope might want to bring cinnamon. So if it is eight, they might want to have. Their horse. That's true. Mm-hmm. Hey, doctor. At some point, can you just like put your hand up like this? Yeah, water walk. Up to ten willing creatures you can see within range gain this ability for one hour. Cool. I cast oh, it on just some other water. guy on a boat just for fun to see if he falls in. <laughs> okay. It's gonna no, last I'm for an hour or so. If he tries to go swimming, he's gonna get a concussion. Go for a run. It's just enjoy it. It'll be an hour. No, no it's that's just, gonna it's be just his feet body. that walk on water. His oh body can still <laughs> go upside just down. Drags underneath. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so. so yeah. All right. Um, so yeah. So you are able to finish casting uh, water walk. You find a place to easily tie up cinnamon in the wagon. Six of you, hope on cinnamon, are able to step out onto the water to some very odd looks from a couple of people at first, and then just kind of go like, oh, it's, you know, they're used to seeing Amelior flying across from his uh, tower, and then flying back, so walking on water, not exactly the hardest thing, but it's more so the, like, you see a couple people just look out at you and do the double take of, like, are they what? Yeah, okay, cool. We're just waving. Weirdo (laughs) spellcasters, let them go do their thing. New in town, it's nice to meet everyone. 
when they double take and like go, what, what? Can I just at that <laughs> moment sneeze through my gills? You're like, ah. Sure. You sneeze nothing, cool. but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Just to add on the awkwardness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it takes you a better part of 15 minutes or so at a decent little uh, clip to get across the water. Um, you're not hiding from anything per se, so you're able to move at a relatively fast pace. Um, and yeah, you just see a solitary stone building. Looks to be probably three stories or so. Maybe the uh, the top story is kind of like flat-topped. There's no spires of any kind. It's just very unassuming. And um, there's just a single wooden door with an iron handle on it. No windows, wow. no balconies, no nothing. So while we were making our way to the island, can I do, can I kind of, well, while I'm underwater, can I kind of do a little bit of a survey under the water just to see if I spot any kind of anything? Just sure. To get a, uh, make a, a yeah, make a perception check. That one, I see nothing. It's, to begin with, it's pretty murky water. Like, it's, it's something that's coming off of the high forest, so, like, further up the river, it might be a little bit more clear, but by this point, with the sheer number of boats that are traveling through, with the debris in the water, the muck, the silt, um, there's not a lot to see anyway. It's a it's a pretty well-traveled one. I, I'd say you would know, like, even on a natural one, based on just your general knowledge, you would know this is a pretty well-traveled river. Um, it seems to continue eastward beyond uh, the Sword Coast into other trade hub areas, and then it ends up letting out through Daggerford. The um, the river actually lets out basically through the port at Daggerford, so you would imagine that it's a pretty well-traveled one. city, city air. All right, so you end up making your way over to the tower. You've just got the door in front of you, no windows, no balconies of any kind. Um... Does anyone mind if I uh, knock on this one? You're probably the strongest with the. Are you gonna head. knock or are you gonna like knock? Uh, I was just planning on knocking, uh, Sorry, but can I, I can I check the door for traps before yeah, this gets too close to touching it. Sure, go and make an investigation check. Uh, if I see Allura, actually, I'll let her. Yeah, you got your thing. Investigation. Yeah. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Door doesn't appear to be trapped. I think you're good to go, Leaf. Cool. And I'll walk ahead and knock on the door. Okay. So. I told you to leave me alone, you alliance idiots. Not a lick of arcane power between all of you, and you're boring. Um. I love him. What's the wall? Sorry, you said it's a stone. It's a stone building. Probably three stories-ish, like 40 feet up kind of thing. And it's a wooden door with an iron handle. Okay, cool. So I'm going to cast on myself Meld with Stone and try and walk (laughs) through the wall. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Hang on, I gotta look this one up. Yeah, I wanna make sure... Meld into stone. You step into a stone object or surface large enough to fully contain your body. Using your movement, you step into the stone at the point you can touch... While merged, you can't see what occurs inside it. You can use your movement to leave the stone where you entered it with ends oh, okay, spell. Okay. You otherwise can't okay. Oh, okay, sorry. Then I can actually, I can shape stone. I believe I have that. Do you have stone shape? Yeah. Let me double check, though, um, before Let I try and do something. Middle finger. I have an idea. I will wait till Leaf sees if he can do his idea first, and then I will try my idea. Okay. Uh, no more than five feet in dimension, form it into any shape that suits your purpose. 
You can make a, a passage through a wall as long as the wall is less than five feet thick. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go for that. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just say we're we're coming in. Uh, we're uh, we're here to chat. You here to yep, chat? Like asking him to like let us in yet? We could also do that. <laughs> Leaf is doing it. Oh, you said you're doing it. Um, yeah, so do you just want to create a a second door, basically? Yeah, yeah, a little thing, and just sort of pop my head and go, hey. And you just <laughs> you see him just kind of look over at you and just who the hell? Mistra, are you? And you see him start to conjure a spell. Oh no, what it's okay. Do? My name's my name's Leaf. I'm uh, I'm I'm friendly. That doesn't mean shit to me. And he casts a fireball. Um, oh no. <laughs> so I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. Love it. I will say, like, it's probably oh just me God. filling up the door. Yeah, but he can he can still cast it. On, okay. he, he's not casting it in his home. He's casting it behind, oh, beyond you. So everybody needs to make a dex save. I was right behind you too, Lee. Yeah. In my head, I'm not going to try to... Um, so you're all within 10 feet of hope, though, so you do get the plus two bonus to your deck saves. Oh, cool. Just a deck save? Yeah, straight deck save. Hey, That's Jordy, a... is it too late to call my Dark One's Resilience? Uh, What is Dark One's Resilience? It is my level 10 Warlock feature that gives me uh, resistance on uh, any damage of my choosing. Let me see. Uh, if it's not a reaction, it is too late. Okay, cool. Well, I would have had to do it like after our rest coming. Oh, in choose one damage type. You gain resistance to that damage. I, I would say retroactively, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but good for future. Yeah, good for future. Uh, cool. Um, so I got an eight okay. for going around. Okay, so yeah, so we'll start with uh, Leaf. That was an eight. Um, do you want to just roll hope for me? I think it's plus. Yep. I think it, I want to say it's plus five. Yeah, and I believe they have resistance to fire damage. Uh, they do, being a tiefling, yeah. So it's half okay. damage anyway. Okay, cool. Uh, that was a twenty-three. Okay, so that's, uh, so fail for you, success, Elith. Uh, twenty-nine. Success, Doc. Twenty-three. Success, Less. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen is a success, and Allura. Uh, twenty-two. It's Success. a plus two, right? Perfect. Plus two from uh, from hope. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, so sorry. I got a ten then. Yeah. So all of you succeed except for Leaf. Uh, Allure, you take no damage because of evasion. Um, hey, uh, Amelior, I have a question. Uh, and then just <laughs> just this fire moat of energy comes out, and he just fires it off outside his building. Um, so you all do take fifty-one points of fire damage. Have to twenty-five. So 25 if you succeeded, and then Hope gets it halved again down to 12. Okay. Uh, Allura, you take nothing. <laughs> Leaf pulls back, looking like Daniel Stern. and I was going to say, I was going to say, is it fully like anime, just like little white eyes fully black, like hair blown back? For you, it would be the opposite, actually, because the fire explodes behind you, so everything gets pushed forward. Oh. <laughs> Man, this burnt my ass. Can I cast absorb energy and absorb some of the fire damage? Sure. Uh, oh, is it? A re it's well, a reaction, right? It doesn't, it doesn't take it away from the damage, but I'm gonna then like get fire for my next attack, and I kind of want to swing in and just like slap him across the face and Whoa. use the fire energy that I've. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll say that's fine. Sure. Um, so yeah, so you can do that. 
whatever. I'm not firing my arrow at him. I'm just slapping. No, him I know in the face. you're just slapping him in the face. So yeah, yeah. so Leaf, you stone shape the wall. You just hello there, and then he just kind of fires a fireball at you. All of you duck out, take very limited damage, and then he's just standing in there, like breathing a little heavy, and like his hand kind of a little sooty from firing that. And then Leaf, you just duck in underneath uh, Leaf's legs and just smack him upside the face, and he's just. And like turns over and his face is like burning a little. His burn his his beard is singed. He's like patting out the flames on his face, and he kind of like looks at you, looks at Lee. You wanted wizarders who had arcane powers, and then as soon as my friend says hello, you cast a fucking fireball on us. And you just see his smile get. You see his. You see his smile just get massive. Finally, someone interesting to talk to. Kevin, and you just see him like. Get all of you inside hey, and start going. dragging you inside. Okay, I want to cutting out fire on my body. <laughs> I want to cast. Um, I, if if there's any damage done to anyone, um, I want to. I think it's uh, mask your mask your wounds. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna cast that at. I think I can only cast it at like fourth level. Um, so that's going to be something I'm going to get off. I'll look up how much that healing is, but uh, yeah, we'll say just for sake of brevity, you're all healed back to full. Uh, Dang, I'm <laughs> so sorry about that. I'm not. I've never been. Don't this be place. sorry. It's exciting, just a little scary. It's fine. It's fine. Come, 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 sit. Uh, and you see the room that you're stepping into through Leaf's doorway um, is a very wide open single chamber. There's no doors of any kind. There's no nothing that would indicate that this is more than a one-story room. Um, you see a very large owlbear skin rug on the ground, uh, some couches, chairs, a long coffee table, a big fireplace just with a smoldering hearth in it right now. Uh, and the only piece that's kind of out of the ordinary is you see that there's a stone kind of figure sitting over in the corner kind of like roughly humanoid arms at the side legs down head perfectly straight up and it's just kind of standing there like a stone statue a uh, quick question about that Jordy. would that look like any of the stone statues that were in the wizard's uh tower in Bur- in barovia um the wizard's tower in Bur- oh you yeah, mean that- the amber temple uh, no the um well actually yeah if the yeah the amber temple I was going to say the one in the, like, the, that was in the lake. Oh, right. Um, not like those ones. These ones are definitely okay. bigger. Um, okay. They look kind of similar to the amber one, statues that you saw, like the, the beak ones, but mm-hmm. much more, like, just kind of propped perfectly straight. Whereas the other ones were kind of, like, arms out at the ready or, like, arms at their sides and, like, arms up a little. These ones are, like, straight arms, straight legged. They look like they've just been carved out of a single piece of flat stone. But they're, like, probably about three or four feet thick. Cool. Um, so you see him just kind of gesturing towards the couches and, and, uh, and the chairs at different points. Um, and then you kind of see him turn over and you see... A very, very odd sight. Um, You see him kind of like reaching behind one of the chairs and pulling up a bright yellow cat. It's like the color of the sun. He's just holding this cat and starts like stroking its head a little bit and like tail going up and it starts to purr on his chest a little bit. Um, And as you're all starting to take your seats, you start to notice that there are a couple of other cats um, and two of them actually walk through a wall. And just kind of appear like half of their bodies out of the wall and just start walking towards the center of the room. Um, and the cats are lime green, fuchsia, 
orange, turquoise, sky blue, maroon, indigo. They're everything but black and brown and typical colors of cats. Um, I want to make friends with the cat. It's pretty easy. Like, they're kind of starting to jump up onto the furniture. Yeah. Um, Can I try something real quick? Yeah. While we see all the cats and the yellow cats and everything kind of coming into fruition, because we heard of that, he really he we heard this piece of information before yep. that he had a bunch of colorful cats in his tower. Can I use shape water to animate a cat out of water? Sure, I'll say you can do that. You'd use the water in your flask to do it, but yeah, you can Ooh. do that. Yeah. So kind of seeing all these all these cats kind of running about and him being very intrigued, I want to like kind of just like almost like an instinct, like water. The cap, the cap on my flask kind of comes off and then the stream of water just sort of weaves itself around me and then you just see a cat kind of form on my shoulder and just like kind of sits there and just like like a tail wagging about and it just it's just sitting there. So you the cat see, doesn't have any sound or anything. Yeah, you, you see like a couple of the cats start to make their way up onto the couches and onto the chairs and like one of them starts to crawl on you and kind of like does the little head tilt and, and then like come up and like paw at the cat a little bit and then its uh, paw gets wet and you just see it start to like shake its paw oh. and then start to back away from the water a little like, a, it... like, a, like a type of flubber yeah <laughs> is are these cats real cats or are they like yeah they're walking all over you or, they're or like like they're... we can feel yeah you can feel, feel the fur you can feel them it's just that they're very all uniquely colored each of them has yeah. their own coloring and all relatively well kept. A couple a little bit bigger, a couple a little smaller. Um, but overall, they're like, they're cats. My friend, my friend, what type are these real cats? Did you create these? Like, I, I've never seen cats quite like these before. That's why they're mine. It's a lot uh, easier uh, for me to be able to have some interesting things around rather than you know the the drab and and the, and the boring. Um, Excuse me, I'm going to fix my uh, wall. And he just walks over and casts stone shape oh. and fixes his wall. Yeah, sorry about that. I... It's perfectly fine. You used a spell on it and you didn't destroy it. That's what matters. I can fix that. Oh, yeah. And then he heads back down and then takes a seat and like scoops three or four of the cats onto the center of his lap and just starts petting them at odd angles. <laughs> what are their names? Um, oh boy. This one is Jack and, and Milo and Cleo and Ginger and Monty, uh, Sebastian and Daisy and Casper and Taz and Gizmo and Ringo and this one. And he picks up a lavender cat. Is lavender? That's boy, a really lavender. Cool name. Yes. Lavender's the best. Those uh, are some solid names, my friend. If Thank I you. if I might, we've uh, we've come here with purpose, of course. You were. You were around during the attack on Succumber recently, yes? And you see his his face start to shift a little bit at this point and go to a little bit more, like, dark rather than, you know, upbeat, happy to just have visitors who seem interesting. Oh, you've uh, come about that, have you? I mean... Amongst be... other things, we've actually got a few things we'd like to ask you about, and we've heard, you know, you're one of the most interesting personages in this town here. Uh, yes, they're all boring. Well, well, yes, like that's why we us. came to you. Well, that's why yeah. I threw that stupid dragonborn off my island. Got her all wet, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I will say we do have an unfortunate track record of making most places we visit more exciting, so... It's true. 
exciting is always fun. Whether it's good or bad, you never quite know. But it's always more interesting than drab. Would you trade information for interesting stories? Of course. Wait, you have stories? Boy, do we. Leave, you got a great one. Got a really, <laughs> really good storyteller over here. I'm, uh, look, I don't want to brag or anything. Uh, for, got... First off, before we get into any of that, who are you? Oh, yes. That's probably, probably heard of us. Probably good stuff. Or maybe not. Oh, my name's Leaf. It's really great to meet you, and I hold out my hand. Leaf, a furbolg. Interesting. Not many times I see people coming around here of your background. Um, I'm, I'll probably ask a question about that later, but I appreciate uh, your uh, outward uh, friendliness. As I said, you're much more interesting than the humans. Curse my background. And the halflings, they're far too short. Oh, well, no, okay. Okay. Allura, an interesting human over here. An interesting (laughs) human, but with an interesting story. And he's specifically looking at the the crown of your head, at the fact that you're bald. Ah. Okay, so he doesn't like short, bald people. All right. (laughs) Uh, hmm. Uh Uh-oh. This is good. Good thing we're role-playing characters. And you, a half-elf, of course, you are... Of course. Dr. D'Amato Shenanigans, good to meet you. A doctor is interesting. Doctors always have fun stories of dirty fingers. <laughs> ah, and, and you, a, a drow? Yes, yes, a drow. Me, leaf. And leaf. We're, we're known as the Brunch Bunch, in case you've heard of our exploits. The Brunch Bunch. I love the alliteration. It's so fun. <laughs> All right. So, a leaf? This is a uh, Lester over here. Lester? Uh, I'm going to be distracted feeding fresh tuna to the cats and just playing with them. Les, you've been keeping that in your pocket the whole time we paid like so much gold on the way here. <laughs> well, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's yes, only sir. seven days of raw fish old. <laughs> <laughs> but the Man, cats are the cats are still eating it. To them, it's I not the worst thing. Seven day old raw fish. It's, it's, it's that small pocket bacon. I had, no idea. Oh, I thought it was just the town, but I guess it was less. <laughs> and our associate here is Hope. They can't speak right now. They're doing a course in mime. I understand. People of different patronages always seem to find themselves in a rather interesting uh, state of mind, perhaps taking a vow of silence for a few days. Nothing wrong with that, of course. It makes talking all the more interesting when you come back and do it later on. But you, you, Lester. Lester the Jester, I hope. Uh, Lester, <laughs> actually, that's not my real name. He, he's not, that's not, that's not it. Les Paul. It's Leslie. Les, Les yeah. Paul? That, that's right, yeah. Les, Les, Les Paul. Les, Les Paul. Interesting. That's right. Les Paul oh. of the Triton race at your service. Ma- ma- your, man. your name is man. Les Paul. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Is that Let's two go. names or one? Is Le- it's one name. Le- Les Paul? Les Paul. The hyphen. Is it really? We don't need to get into details. It's it's fine. You, uh, however, a sea creature yourself, are you a triton by chance? 
And you see his smile get really big at this point. Yes? He's got a thing to try. <laughs> interesting, interesting. We shall have conversations at some point. But, for now, you promised me a story. Who would like to start? Leaf? Um, yeah, that's probably, uh, fair. Um, I'll, I'll keep this one brief. Uh, that a was a brief in... story from Leaf. I'm intrigued. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, I can, uh, a couple hours. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know where you want me to start, uh, initially. Um, eh. well, it's probably easy if I just uh, cut to the chase, but, um, a couple, about a week and a bit ago, we were in, um, uh, uh, my myself and Hope, we were in a uh, water deep, and uh, having a nice little evening at the Rearing Hippocampus Inn. I don't know if you've ever been. Never there, heard but, of it. Oh, it's really cool. There was, and we took bed beers, and uh, anyways, who knows? They're great. Hey, um. Anyways, uh, I had a. I'm a. I'm a cleric of of Eldath, and I've been uh, communing uh, with her. W- somewhat frequently as of late um basically i had a a dream where she uh, came to me and uh, warned me about uh some unrest in the plains now that wasn't really the uh, most startling thing i did see a vision of a flaming uh hellscape which is completely new to me and uh i kind of got uh i got uh, whipped by something and i'll kind of show my hands say i woke up with this uh all very new to me and he reaches um, out uh, and just grabs your hand and is just holding okay. it in his face sorry you said you had a dream yeah so uh and i don't think we we checked it had nothing to do with the bed beers and you pray to eldath yes uh, yeah yes i'm not sure if you're familiar i'm uh my uh, my granny's uh, kind of from this area. You might know her. her name's Beatrice. No. Okay. <laughs> and he's just holding your hand like really tight around the wrist, like really getting in. And he just starts okay. like running a finger like into the grooves on the burn. Um, okay. And he's just kind um, of like. Anyways, when we uh, heard the th- the attack here, it sort of seemed a little related, so that's why um, kind of got everyone together to come check this out. And he just kind of like, as if he like now is realizing you kept you kept talking. He just kind of releases your hand and. Oh, thank um, you. That. Can't... Uh, would you Would you want to say? Can I insight check him? Does he look like he? Like, when he was running his fingers through uh, Leaf's wound, does it seem like he was, like, excited about the wound or, like, wanting to hurt Leaf or... Um, sure. Make an inside check. That's an interesting one. Nine. Wanted to hurt me. Nine. Um, well, like... Yeah. Actively trying to hurt him? No. Accidentally hurting him because he was just so interested in what was happening... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you're you're not really able to but, glean much beyond that. Okay, I'm gonna keep a close eye on any interactions that he has with Leaf, and specifically with Leaf's injury. Okay, and um, he's let go of the hand at this point and return it to you, and he just kind of 
Um, so yeah, that's um, my side of the story. Hmm. Burned by fire. And and how long ago was this exactly? Um, about what two weeks and a bit now. Uh, for you, it was six plus what was it nine days here? So it was nine days here, and then six days before you left. So yeah, fifteen days. Something like that, yeah. Hmm. So about three days, four days after the attack. Yeah. Where were you before that? Oh, we were up in uh, uh, Neverwinter and uh, Fireshear. Um, I mean, about a year and a bit ago, a year ago, we were actually down in this area in the high forest, but... Ah, uh... Uh, you were. That's interesting. Why is that interesting? Just curious. There have been, uh, obviously, the attack coming here of these fire-based devils and then having a an entity reach you not in a dream but dreams are within our own minds visions occur in others I have a feeling that this was the latter um you said you were with him and he turns to hope and was he difficult to wake and they just kind of nod and you just uh-huh. Uh-huh. Worrisome. Well, it appears that you've at least come to the right place. I can't imagine that these two things are not related in some way. So you've come for what I know on the attack, I assume? Uh, yeah, to say the least. Well, I can at least tell you a few things. The story is... Enough to earn you that. It was mostly me, to be honest. The soldiers did nothing. They simply fell in front of the creatures. I took them on myself, single-handedly. Total of five. The soldiers, I believe they only actually saw three of them. Two others broke off, and I encountered them on the outskirts of the village, where the three seemed to be taking the brunt of the attacks. Dispatched them quite easily. Devils, they were. Differing classes. The ones up front, more... Resilient. One living chains wrapped around him, a chain devil. And the other Mm. that they didn't really see much about was... I did a bit of research, spoke to a few contacts. And he kind of, like, looks at the cats a little bit. Um, And then... A bone devil. A creature... That had shed its skin, nothing but bone and muscle tissue. You might see it if you ever make your way up to see any footprints or anything remain. It looks like a gigantic raptor of some kind, oh. as if there were no muscle on it at all, just the bones in the earth. Did I lose everyone? We can still hear you. I can hear. Hello? I can see people too. Yeah, I can see... Oh, it's just that your webcam is frozen. Um, but uh, those were the, the two major ones that were taking on the soldiers. The one that came around the side, a little more... Oh, um, there we go. A uh, little more flighty. Weaker, 
but used more as scouting creatures. Large imps mm. flying through the, the air. Would the large imp be the one that was described as wrapped in fiery chains? No, that would be the chain devil. That was one of the ones that the soldiers were having some difficulty with. Until I arrived, of course. Of course. What were they looking for, do you know? Could you tell? That I have no idea, but the fact that uh, two relatively weaker ones were flying over top of the city is intriguing. Shows that it is not simply an attack for the sake of causing havoc. But those soldiers bringing more of them here and disrupting the lives of the people on the name of defense that I could give. Ugh. Troublesome. You've been here a while. Has there been any history of attacks or even magical activity in the in the city? If you... Outside of yourself, of course. Well, I mean... I don't consider myself particularly godlike, but powerful, yes. Um, attacks on the city, a few hobgoblin bands here and there, a couple of orcs making their way down, a few creatures coming out from the high moor, causing a bit of trouble, but nothing over the top by any stretch of the imagination. This, however, is a different classification. Those creatures, based on my research, <clears throat> should not be able to make that trip alone. Something assisted them. They were summoned. Potentially. We know that demonic summonings do happen. Devil creatures do not get summoned. They have their own wills. Or... They are told what to do by their masters on the other side. But if there were a portal to the hells that existed around here, I would be the one to find it. I mean, I've been here long enough that I would not allow something like that to occur and remain. Whatever this was, was temporary. But it is not my interest, particularly, to track it down. Mm. That was going to be my question. Possibly there might be a gateway or a portal that someone could be using, but like you said, someone as capable as yourself would probably find something like that by now. You would think so, wouldn't you? Does this I town don't. have any notable enemies? <laughs> uh, no. We are the midpoint between two of the busiest trade cities across all of Toril. It is... Somewhere that no one would ever actually willingly attack or cause any real harm to, lest the trade routes get disturbed in some way. Especially not anything that would summon creatures such as these. An army taking over the city, sure, I mean, that could probably happen. But summoning devilish creatures to come in and simply cause havoc? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Might there be anything interesting that someone might be in, like wanting to to take about the city? I, you know, as someone who's been here for a long time, I realize the city looks fairly nondescript, but well, the city is completely dull. The only thing of interest here is me. Why? 
why do you still stay here if you crave something that's not as monotonous and boring as this city? I don't You've crave mentioned... things that are not monotonous. I crave being alone. Right. It's just more interesting when fun people tend to come into my home, even if they break in through a wall in order to do so. But... No, I, I find it a nice place to be alone with my thoughts and my cats and my friends. Um, yes, and anyone who tends to come through um, bringing these intriguing items from both sides, I tend to get first pick of the litter, as it were. You're How do you think I acquired friend. all of my cats? Can I insight check really quick? When he said the word friends, friends. did his face react in a certain way or did his eyes flick somewhere any indication of who he was talking about when he said friends sure uh you can make an insight check on that and i as well jordy okay yeah beard uh yes uh, one other player can up to you guys it's it's all you jesse or sorry uh, up to two other players sorry so you and leaf could make one oh okay insight checks i'm letting three Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Nice. Um. Doctor, actually, hang on. We got the like oh, level <laughs> alone would actually notice that oh. as he did that he kind of was gesturing and flourishing with his hands a little bit, and then he kind of brought his hands down to the sides of his hips and kind of like toyed with something at the side of his hips. Oh, his hips don't lie. Hmm. They do. Only to leave. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. No. Seeing that, I want to. Um, uh, trying to figure out if I want to. Actually, yeah. Seeing that, I will cast. Actually, no. No. I'm gonna let that go. Okay. But. Yeah. May I follow? Uh, Please. Uh, when you, you said your friends, who are your friends? We're new in the, in the area. And certainly if his friends, some of you have friends that are as interesting as you are, they may be of interest to us as well. My friends are not exactly the, um, traditional type of friends. You know, the people you find in a bar or tavern. No, these are more interesting, um, creatures from elsewhere. Oh, I'm very familiar with interesting creatures from elsewhere. Certainly they could be of some help to us if we're looking to help you. They are of help to moi. Aha, of course, of course. Um, from my knowledge of devils in general, they seem to be very intrigued with making dark deals. Is there anyone that you might suspect of engaging in that type of behavior? Anyone who may be desperate enough to want to make any type of dark deal of some kind? In some of the larger cities, perhaps, but in Sakamba, life is simple. I mean, there would be some intriguing questions that I would have loved to ask should one of them have survived, but no, these ones seemed quite, quite dead set on throwing themselves at soldiers until they fell. Rather interesting behavior, as if something was driving them, perhaps. So um, that was going to be... Oh, sorry, Elise. No, you go ahead, I'll go after. Um, just, uh, so, we we chatted a bit with that uh, dragonborn that you kicked out. Um, was, 
to you, it didn't seem like there was any sort of pattern or um, motive for this. Like they weren't going after, they weren't targeting a specific tavern or person. The ones in the front of the three that the soldiers saw simply threw themselves upon the spears, causing as much damage and havoc as they could. The interesting part was the two flying ones. They were heading somewhere, but as soon as they saw me, they tried to dart away, so I made sure to send them back to the bowels from whence they came. <laughs> well, you said someone was in touch with them throughout the battle. What do you mean? That someone was giving them orders as as there was resistance throughout the battle to turn back. Uh, they were heading. It's possible, but they were quite a ways away from anybody. The only way that that could have happened was if there was a, a spell of some kind that would allow them to communicate. But those spells are few and far between and are usually used for um, very direct conversations, not maintained lengths of time. We see. Uh, mm. Emelior, where, uh, what was successful in dispatching these creatures? Well, fire was fucking told- useless. Yes, we've been told the fire is useless and potentially ice was successful in hurt, harming or killing them. Ice was successful on the red ones. Less so on the bone one. Hmm. Well, finally, I have a use for this goddamn spell and then I create a big giant ice knife out of my hand. Going... Oh, that is quite nice. Very entry-level for a man such as myself, but nonetheless quite interesting for someone of your background. Typically not too many mages tend to make their way ups from the depths. Mm. Yes, well, maybe you can no. tell me how it works, because I don't really know how it works. Sorry, uh, I think Amanda, or sorry, uh, Allura has something to say. Um, it's a question for Jordy. Yeah. When we walked in, did it look like this was like a full, like a, a high tower? No, so so the whole thing right now that's really weird to you guys is you walked into a ten foot high ceiling, massive yep. circular room. The only no, weird but like, when we walked up to the Oh yeah, tower, the, the tower is forty feet high. It looks like it's probably right, okay. three stories. But the the roof above you is ten feet. The, okay. the weird thing that you all do remember, it was kind of an offhand thing, so you might not remember me saying it, is that there was a uh, an area where the cats seemed to walk through the wall. Through a wall. Mm, okay. Um Amelior, mm-hmm. uh you know, we we are actually quite in- interested in real estate and architecture. Would you mind giving us a tour of the rest of the tower? That would be for another time. Perhaps you'll, once you oh, provide you know, me I more don't, interesting... I don't know if we're going to be here for that much longer. We'd love to see the rest of your tower. Well, I appreciate the interest. A 20-minute conversation about things that happened several days ago or weeks ago at this point does not entitle you to see the rest of what lies in my tower. But perhaps at some point in the future, if you ever find yourselves making your way this, I'm assuming you came from the west. So if you find yourselves heading east again... Did we? Yeah, you're you're on the west side, you're on the coast. If you show us, we'll we'll tell you... uh, I appreciate the gumption, but no. There is nothing that you could offer me that would allow me on the first meeting within 40 minutes to show you all of my secrets. Uh, Amelior, it seems that we're united in our interests to find a find a solution to this devil problem in Sucomber. You said you'd done a little bit of research. Would you mind 
sharing that with us. Could we take a look? I already have. The research was on the the nature of the creatures that I fought. Ah, a couple of the imps, chain a chain devil, devil a bone devil. Um, the reasoning as to why they're here, that is anyone's guess. How they got okay. here is an even better question. That's something I would be curious in learning. For that is powerful magics. I have a couple of questions about that as well, actually. You mentioned the red devils were susceptible to ice, but the bone devils were not. But what did you use to dispatch them? Actually, you know, the dragonborn told us that you were quite instrumental in foiling um, the attack. So we figured you might have a couple trips up your sleeve you could you could share. Make a persuasion check. Um, I was trying to lay it on pretty thick there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the reason why I'm giving you the check. Okay. Zero charisma bonus, but you get 18, so... 18? Okay. Um, you see him just kind of like... <laughs> Alright, I'll give you a little hint. There's a funny little spell. Something that tends to... Well... Turn things to dust. Okay. It's oh. a rather fun one. Man, Kaylee the player knows what you're talking yeah. about, but probably... Yeah. <laughs> um, that could be very useful, I'd imagine. I'm sure you've run across it in your travels if you're hired by the Alliance to head this far east. I'm sure that we could definitely, if we can't find what you're talking about, we can do some research. Um, I have one more question, though, because, you know, it just seems to me, uh, you being the most interesting person and the only real thing of note in this little podunk you know in between town that is it possible that um please <laughs> do your best man but this is like she's awkward <laughs> um that the only thing of interest here is you is there you know any reason that maybe the devils were sent here to attack you or lure you out do you have any enemies who might be trying to um you know find your position or find a weakness or lure you this is, and Aletha specifically thinking of the bounty on Amelia that she saw in Waterdeep. Oh, uh, Allura. People interested yeah, like, in having my head on a platter, per se. Well, you know, um, I did, I, you know, I can't, there's nothing in particular, but I did hear your name once or twice around when we were in Waterdeep, people talking about you. There's nothing, you know, no threats, but it did seem like you were known in that city, so... I can only assume that your reputation is, you know, spread far enough that you might have an enemy who would be powerful enough to do this. You know, people who have extraordinary talents often do have extraordinary foes. I'm sorry, did you say that my name was mentioned in the city of Waterdeep? I just heard it once in a bar, but I couldn't tell you who it was, but I have very good hearing. So when, uh, you know, Lady Silverhand mentioned your name, uh, I was familiar with it and it struck me that I had heard it before. Make a deception check. Okay. <laughs> I've already used up my mask cure wounds. <laughs> Fireball. Allura would have been like inching, like just kind of making, she's like looking around, but like scoping out that part of the wall with the wall. Make a perception, uh, perception check. Okay. You can go back to Kaylee. I just wanted to. Yep. 10? 10. <laughs> oh, he just kind of like looks at you and just like, you can see the gaze shift from like, Oh, I know she's putting it on thick, but I'm going to let her keep going to, like, where did you actually hear my name? Okay, at this point, I don't think 
I like shoot a look at Allura. I don't think we're about to like murder this guy. Um, mm. uh, I would have said. Uh, mm, Sorry, but before, Actually, before you did that, what was your perception check roll? It was nine. Nine. Was okay. Nothing. Yeah. Nine. I would have like. Um, we heard it uh, at the hippocampus. That's what she said, and that was a lie. Where did you actually hear my name? Did you say the hippocampus? No, she said said in a a tavern. Yeah. Yeah. I had mentioned that we were staying at the rearing hippocampus. Yeah, so he knows that it's a tavern. Yeah. Okay, fuck. Elise sucks at this. Um, You don't have to tell me if you don't want to, but don't lie to me. Well, you know, as you said, you don't want to show us your tower. You've only just met... Um, let's that's just fine. say so simply don't tell don't, me these things. We don't intend you any harm, but I heard it in a context where somebody might intend you harm, and I'm curious to know who your enemies might be. Hmm. That's not, and that's definitely not a lie. So no, I know. Can, that's that's like checking all he wants. That's a, that's a good one. This is the first that I have heard of that. I don't have enemies. I have people who are jealous of what I can do, of the things that I own, the things that I control. Oh, can you give us an idea of those, why those things are so desirable? Because they are desirable. Hmm. What are what are something that you own? What is it that you own that might put you at risk? I mean, these oh. cats are pretty. Cool. And you see him just look at each one of the cats individually. Ooh. I mean, as, as great as these rare specimens are, these amazing feline kings and queens, uh, is there something maybe in the tower that's of value to you that people might be after you for? I'm sure there's plenty of things of value in this tower. This. I know, it's an amazing tower. He's got it souped up to the nines. He's got so many amazing items in here. Probably someone put a bounty on your head because they're jealous of you and they just want to take all your things from you. So someone put a bounty on me. Les doesn't know that, by he the way. He doesn't know that. So he oh, yeah, he wouldn't be able to say that. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. So, Retroactive. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> well, then... That is an interesting thing that I'll have to keep in mind. Thank you, though, for bringing that interest to my attention. You're welcome. And uh, I don't know any more than that. If I had more information to help you defend yourself. No, you that's know, fine. Like, you've, you've been quite, quite, quite forward with the information you've provided so far, as have I been in return truthful and forward with my information. But I believe that for now this should do for a first meeting. Perhaps we should meet again sometime. I must head into town if you would follow me, please. Certainly. Can, Can I? You... I, I, I? Sorry, I'll let. No, go I'll ahead. Go first. I don't want to do the thing. Uh, I was going to say, as he's making this gesture to kind of make our exit, can I do a quick look around the room to see if anything's off or weird? Maybe sure, some make a perception check. Going on? Uh, 19. 19. You look around the room. Fire has been burning. 
the whole time you've been talking and hasn't gotten bigger or smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, the cats are weird colors. That's about all you recognize, all you notice. Can I do a... I mean, it might be too late to retroactively do this, but I did write it down just because there was so much back and forth I didn't want to talk the full. But yeah. when he said East, he kind of emphasized it. Did I catch any, like, expressions that he was... Like, that seemed that he was sort of putting a... Uh, emphasis on it for some reason even well if it you was... guys were heading east it yeah, was okay. more so just emphasizing that that was the direction you were coming from okay. I wasn't okay. sure if that was like a no that, that was just his way of speaking okay Yeah. alright so he makes for the door and opens the door and begins to usher each of you out um, as we're going out I want to kneel down and pet one of the cats Okay. and just say uh, use uh, my speech with a beast and leaf and just say, uh, if you're being held here against you. Oh, wait, no, hold on. I'm talk. I speak normally. I don't yes, sound you do. like You a, don't okay, sound like okay, a cat. I'm going to scratch that fully. Yeah. <laughs> so scratch that. If you're being held here against your will, make a, me- a meow at me now. That was like, yeah. <laughs> no, they, they, they do seem to be pretty happer, happy and chipper. Um, as you're starting to make your way out, uh, Elith, Doctor, and Leaf, you would all notice with your passives that a couple of them have vanished from the room. Um, and then you see the tail end of one of them going into one of the walls. Basically, mm. we like to do them on the way in. I'd like to add, like, do you, these are seem like very special cats. I don't suppose you breed or you'd sell a kitten to, to us at all, which I, you know, big animal lover over here. I find them on different merchant ships that come through Sakamba. I simply pick up ones that are of my interest. The mundane bores me. I can see that. You taken a ship here? so fucking weird. Holy you could have, but, but you would have had to uh, travel south to Daggerford, hopped on a ship oh. from Daggerford, and then followed the river. And it actually, oh. funnily enough, it usually takes longer because there's a lot more travel uh, traffic on the shipping lanes than there is on the road. Ah. The Leaf doesn't know much about the uh, about the world of shipping, yeah. uh, about the world of uh, trade on the ocean, but doesn't feel like there's... The idea of picking up a cat on a boat doesn't seem... doesn't really sit right... Uh, so if I could kind of insight check what he means on that. Sure. Make an insight yeah. check. These colored cats on boats. <laughs> they do have cats on ships to control rats. 19. Yep. 19. Um, yeah. He's being truthful. I mean, right. animals do make their way on ships. Usually they're not exactly the most interesting ones. Um, but with someone who's been here for this long... There are things that are of interest when you first arrive somewhere. There are things of interest once you've been settled for 20 years. And then there are things that are of interest once you've been in a place for most of your life and you just look for cool stuff. You can also request as well, like, because it's a shipping route and a trading route and there are a lot of merchants that come through, you can also just make requests. So there's a pretty good chance that he probably could have just Mm -hmm. asked for cool colored cats. Definitely trying to work that one into an insight He's check. like, my kind of weird, but then then also not at all my kind of weird. Yeah. He, um, he toes that line perfectly. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, is, he, is he coming with us outside, or is he kicking us out and he's staying behind? No, he's coming with you. He said he had to go into town. Cool. But he's ushering us out of the building as... Yeah. yeah, he's holding the door open, ushering you out of the building so that he can close it after you. Make sure that you're all out okay. and not leave you in his house. Huh. Mm. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming for and having us. 
Thank um, you for blowing a hole. Well, not blowing a hole, but shaping a hole in my wall. It was very interesting to see so many bright young faces and interesting people coming through. Definitely looking should. forward to any future conversations we're going to have. It seems like we may be having a few of those. <laughs> at least eyebrows kind of twitch at the young, like knowing that she's like 175 and this guy's probably <laughs> pushing like... He's, he's probably seven. like late 50s. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but oh, to him, it, to, to you at 175 for an elf is know, not is not even as old as him, relatively speaking. Temporally, though. Yeah. Um, but he does uh, usher all of you out and kind of uh, gets you to start scooting on your way. Um, and you see him turn back around and, and he produces a key and puts the key into the lock and turns it. Um, and then also, as he does so, waves a series of symbols and it looks like he's casting some kind of an arcane lock spell as well. Noted. Yeah. Cool. Um, can, can we tell if the arcane lock covers the door or like the whole building. You can't tell. Okay. Yeah. The the spell gets cast. You don't know what it exactly it affects. It's not like it's something that's visible that it clearly creates a shield or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, But for all of you, he would wait out the 10 minutes for you to be able to cast uh, water walk again. Um, Have we been in there for an hour? With the 15 minutes, 20 minutes okay. walking over, it's cutting it pretty close. You don't, yeah, you <laughs> maybe get like 10 minutes out and all of a sudden a cinnamon just sinks to the bottom of the ocean. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Or bottom of the, of the river. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so Jordan. you would cast the spell again and he would end up casting fly on himself. And at this point, we're actually going to take a break. Um, unless there's something quick you wanted to do. Just oh, I just wanted to, instead of walk on water, I was going to cast dimension door on this side. and then dimension It's more door. than 500 feet. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I'll just fly as well. I want to show this Ooh. guy up a little. Okay. Um, all right. So he would cast fly on himself after your water walk was done. You would cast fly on yourself, and you would all start to make your way across the water. And that's where we're going to go ahead and take our quick 10-minute break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So uh, thanks, everybody, who stuck around so far in the chat. Hope you guys are liking the session. I'm seeing some awesome comments back and forth. Um, but, yeah, so we are going to go ahead and do our giveaway for this one. We're giving away another one of these fantastic little dice trays here. Uh, awesome little <laughs> slot for nine dice. You've got your spell slot tracker for slots one through eight, little rolling area, and then a pen. Uh, And so for this one, we're going to be going ahead and doing a keyword giveaway. So this will require you guys to type a word into the chat. Uh, Once you do that, you'll be entered into the giveaway for the uh, giveaway. And we're going to go ahead and make our keyword. Hmm. What's this? Jackal. Lavender. Oh, yeah. Lockhart. I would say lavender. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cool cat. My dream to have a lavender cat. But spade's pretty great. So lavender, so make sure you're spelling it correctly. Incorrect spellings do not count. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a quick 10-minute break. We should be back here uh, just a little bit. In. Sorry? Only put it in once. Yeah, oh yeah, make sure you only put it in once. If you put it in more than once, uh, it is going to disqualify you. So make sure you only use it one time. Otherwise, you have absolutely no chance of winning. Um, and then the other thing as well for the giveaway is that we are only able to give away to Canada and to the U.S., excluding Quebec. So if you're overseas, as much as we love you guys, unfortunately, we don't have the ability to ship over there. So make sure that you're spelling it correctly. Make sure you type it in one time, and we will go ahead and get that set up for you after our break. So we'll see you guys back here in 10 minutes. Bye! And we are back. Hello, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us through the break. We appreciate your patience with that Mm -hmm. one. Got to make sure that we refill our waters, empty our bladders, and go on from there. So Water in, water out. Water in, water out. Hopefully not at the same time, right? Oh, that's so awkward. 
Anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and do the giveaway. Uh, we're going to announce the winner of the giveaway. Um, so we do want to just, uh, one thing as well, I apologize, this was my fault for not prefacing this. Um, if you've won within the last 30 days, uh, within the last calendar month, um, we're not going to be doing multiple giveaways to the same person. Uh, it's just a fairness thing. Obviously, we want to give everybody a chance to get these. Um, it's not that we are limited in how many of them we have. It's just that we want to make sure people aren't winning week after week or anything like that. Um, so yeah, you're so welcome to enter into it, but if you uh, if you do so, we will just disregard uh, you as the winner, and then we'll just pick a, another random person. Um, so yeah, so in our case here, we're going to go ahead and announce the winner. It'll come up in the chat there with Nightbot. I'm going to go ahead and hit roll, and the winner is... is... <laughs> it was Amanda. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, and again... No way! There we go. No way! No way. What a winner. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Apparently, you did enter, but it's okay. Uh, the actual winner... Like the word from before, maybe. <laughs> it, I yeah, think it. I think it might have. They may have like... been talking about the name, like the cat lavender or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's chance. So, um, so actually, what we're going to be doing uh, here is we're actually going to have uh, the second person and the second winner is so actual winner is Dodd hey. Bio Run. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, started following us yeah. today. So congrats for following and winning the winning uh, a prize on your first... Uh... That's what happened to Amanda last week, too, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, well, Amanda was two weeks ago. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, congrats for that one. <laughs> all the Kappas in the chat, appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so what we'll do is we'll send you a message after the stream. Uh, we'll get all your info to get this thing shipped out to you. Uh, it usually takes about a week, a week and a half for it to get there, so... Stick with us. I promise everything is in the mail. We had the dice last week in the other uh, tray. Amanda, hopefully you should actually be getting yours, if not tomorrow, pretty soon. Uh, I was scheduled to be there last Friday, so a little sorry if you the haven't gotten it The yet. mail is generally kind of effed with things how they yeah. are. So. Yeah, exactly. Even within Canada, you know, at best we're looking at four business days now. So congrats on that. We'll go ahead and get that recorded and make sure that we send you a message after the stream. Congrats. All right. Congratulations. So diving back yeah. into things. You guys find yourselves either water walking or flying away from Amelior's Tower. Or swimming. Or swimming, in your case. <laughs> Awkwardly swimming as your feet don't duck below the water. No. Uh, but you do make your way across. Uh, back over onto the mainland. Everybody climbing out of the water, stepping off. Uh, Doctor landing. You see Amelior kind of continue on towards the village. And he lands a little bit away from the shoreline and starts to just walk his way into the village as flight only lasts for 10 minutes so he's just barely able to clear the water before having to land and continue on from there so you now have essentially the town at your disposal you have a rough direction heading as to where you can go to try to follow some of those tracks what is it you would like to do um uh what, sorry jordy what time is it at this point in? given how much time you spent in the keep and then with Amelior, we'll say it's about 4 30 or so you still got a, a, a good two to three hours of daylight left should we put I our don't... name in? Oh, sorry, sorry. Four to five hours of daylight, I should say. I don't. I don't think we need to check back in with that soldier. We now know exactly what they were dealing with. Yeah. It mm -hmm. may behoove us to get an early start on figuring out where these things came from. We know the general direction where they came from, correct? Yeah. yeah. North, north or northeast. Yeah, north or northeast, just outside the city. Elise, how confident do you think if we maybe go to one of the battle or the conflict sites, do you think that we well, could... I mean, you know, it's been some time, weather has, has 
and there's kind of been witnesses or sort of investigators already walking around. I don't think I'll know much, but it might be worth going out towards where they came in from to the northeast to the hills and mm-hmm. see. Um, I think before we do that, though, we should go in and talk to the citizens of the town, you know, go to the um, taverns, um, check in to see, as as Leaf said, if anybody's experiencing strange dreams, um, ask around, see if anyone can... Did we ask Ameliar if he had any any leads as to where he thought like they might be going next or anything like that? Or did we? Uh, he didn't. They're all. He told us everything he knew. I think. Yeah, it's basically random attacks. Yeah, from, he did. I think from the he, point of view of people who were there, he told us everything he was comfortable telling us. Right. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't. I mean. I don't think he knew anything else about this. He told us everything he was comfortable telling us about this circumstance. I don't think that there was anything that we would need to know about where these things came from that he was holding back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, should we check into one of the caverns? There was the, uh, do we want to go to the seven string harp? That sounded kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I think that that's probably where people are going to be getting tipsy and maybe going to be telling us a little bit more than they would otherwise if it was at the singing sprite. Tipsy, too. That could be fun for you, Les. Could yeah. ask about their, their interest in a drinking champion. Um, but real quick, Amelior, is he coming with us to the tavern or is he going to send No, he's away? already he's gone. Like, oh, no. He, he landed, gone yeah, he was flying and he landed way ahead of you guys and just kept going. Okay, I was under the impression he was coming with us and they were splitting off because I actually wanted to ask him something, but... No, he, he was letting you guys bit. cast Water Walk. He cast Flight, flew up in the air, and flew away. Mm-hmm. Crap, okay. Wes, I'm sure, you know, he seems like he wants to keep the conversation going, so... You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see him around. You can slide into his DMs later, Leslie. You uh, also, you know based on what... Um, Shazayir said that he is he's frequently in and around the town like if you guys make your way into town you might just see him in a shop he's just it's just that he's not right now currently with you mm-hmm. yeah. so where are you headed to should we check in on the go to the seven string harp yes let's okay cool all right, so you load up again, uh, get the horses rehitched to the caravan, begin to make your way out. Um, walking in, it's a relatively slow pace, people kind of clearing off the road, allowing the caravan to go through. The streets are not exactly super wide. Um, you know, it looks like most of the large travel kind of follows along the main road. And as you cut in, there's different places where you can hitch your horses and park caravans. And they look pretty well used, but they're definitely not like downtown core kind of thing it's Mm -hmm. you park everything off a a ways away and then you slowly make your way into the center of town you see there's a small little octagonal stone waterfall no water actually flowing through it at the moment Uh, not waterfall sorry fountain Um, no water actually flowing through it at the moment Um, a couple of kind of generic buildings just like depictions of um of a, a keg of ale on the side of one you would imagine it's probably a supply shop of some kind uh, there's ropes and tools and another very very generic kind of place uh, and you eventually do come down and you do see that there are the two aforementioned places the seven stringed harp and the singing sprite um, singing sprite just having a picture of uh, what looks like a pixie on a little dull board outside and then the seven stringed harp actually having the harp uh, appearing on a signboard out front but you do hear there's a little bit of music coming from inside it actually sounds like there's a harp playing on the inside of the tavern 
Shall we uh, check in? All right. Let's go. All right. So you guys make your way inside, um, and things are. You know, mid-afternoon, not exactly busy, um, but there is an ethereal spectral harp flying around the inside of the tavern, <laughs> playing assorted melodies um, constantly. It doesn't stop. It ends one, pauses for about three or four seconds, and then starts up with a new one. So, kind this of an new. interesting thing that you wouldn't expect to see. And yet... Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so making your way inside, you see that there is uh, just a, a human guy standing behind a counter, kind of cleaning off a bar and using a slightly dirty rag to wipe out a couple of different mugs. Uh, good day. Come on over. Um, we'd like to check in. Uh, how many nights do you think we'll be here, you guys? Uh, we simply um, do it on a night-by-night -night basis. It's not exactly hard for us to do that. Yeah, that seems to probably be the best way. Yeah. Sort of... Suits me. Uh, room uh, how many rooms do you have? Uh, we've got uh, 17 rooms that we can let you choose from. Okay. Fantastic. What's the rate for room per night? Uh, room per night, you'll be looking at uh, five silver pieces per person. Oh, sorry, five silver per room. If you want to double up, it ends up coming up to three silver per person. What's your bathtub situation? <laughs> oh. Uh, we have bathing basins in each of the rooms. And what, what are your regulations and rules around drinking champions? We don't have one. So you have an opening? Um, no. The people who come in every night and they, they have a, a couple of drinks and every once in a while they get into a bit of a, a competition with each other, but it's not as if something within the bar here is alerted of a single individual that is the strongest drinker in Sucomba. So you're saying there's an opportunity to be grabbed and taken up, I hear what you're saying. No problem at all. Sure. Whatever makes you spend the most money. <laughs> there is definitely a lucrative business opportunity in that. We've toured a few places, and I can tell you uh, probably one of the most popular establishments we've... Uh, We've all been in together. There was a drinking uh, championship going on, so it, it might be something worth looking into. I appreciate the idea. Um, perhaps something that we'll look into in the future? I'm not exactly sure. It's not exactly our style here. Uh, I'll be taking a private room. A private room for you? That'll be five silver, please. Absolutely. Ali? Yeah, I was gonna say let's uh, split the cost. I don't, I don't mind sharing. Why right. not? Three silver each, please. I'll be uh, doubling up with uh, my friend Hope here. All right, three silver each, please. And then I assume a single for yourself. A single for you, yeah. Yes, single for me. Five silver, please. There you go. Whatever place has the largest bathtub. None of them have bathtubs. They have bath basins. Washing basins. Right. The largest bath basin. They're all the same size. I'll take the one that's slightly larger than the other. <laughs> sure. We'll make sure that we arrange that for you. Uh, do you have luggage Fantastic. that you need brought upstairs? No. just. Uh, uh, I think we can carry our stuff. Right. All right. And Stairs are back there. Starts on the second floor, up to the third. Anywhere you find an empty room, make yourselves at home. Cool. Thank you. 
Just kind of head up and dump off the gear. Yeah. So yeah, so you make your way up. At this point, it's five o'clock, four thirty. Like you've still got most of the evening available to you. Not too many people are coming in. Days kind of wrapping up. Amanda. Um, when we walked in, was there any sort of a like, um, like announcements, po- um, posting, like we saw in Waterdeep, like either job postings or like information for the town or anything like that that we passed? Not in here. The um, Waterdeep having a bounty board is more so just because of the size of the town. For you guys from end to end, you could probably walk all of Sucomber in about 35, 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah, it's a cool. small town. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'll probably go back down to the tavern area with Hope and just sort of wait for the rest of the group. Yeah. And all of you just yeah, kind of, I'll, I'll yeah, cleaning up a little bit, taking off any extra pieces you don't see are necessary. I'm assuming just taking it easy for the night. You're not heading out. Um. Well, if there's more to the town, we might. But since there's not, I think we'd stay here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I wouldn't mind. Might going be worth our while. Jaunt around. Do a little evening yeah. walk. I mean, they did yeah. say that attack happened around sunset. I could That's take care true. of that. Yeah. Okay, around the perimeter of the town, kind of thing. Do a little, uh, little check in. Yeah. All right. So less you. Yeah, unless you head out from the tavern and you're kind of walking down the streets and there's not a ton of people right now. You start to see more kind of heading towards the homes, whether it's uh, on the eastern hill uh, where a lot of the human houses, the full-size freestanding homes are. A lot more of the halflings are starting to make their way into kind of the the, uh, hillside homes that are built into the side of the hill on the northern side of the town. Um, How cute. Yeah, it's a pretty generic quiet place probably a little more quiet than usual obviously given what happened a couple of weeks ago but Mm -hmm. life is starting to come back right like the dead obviously have been buried by this point services have had um, people are starting to kind of accept that this is their new normal and they're starting to move on with things a little bit making your way around uh, you're not really getting any weird looks Uh, make a perception check Uh, 14. 14? Yeah, you see him, uh, you kind of catch a glimpse of him as he makes his way out of one shop and then down a, an alleyway, and you kind of have to jog to catch up to him, and he has disappeared again, he kind of wait a couple of minutes there. You imagine he's probably gone into one of the buildings, and eventually you hear a little ding 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 as he ends up stepping out, and there is, um, he's just walking down the, walking down the road, looks like he's got a couple of bags of groceries, fresh fruit and vegetables. I'm going to run over to him and say, Oh, Emilio! Is it, uh, Emilio, all right? Do, do you need some help there? Are you all right with all that stuff? No, no, I'm I'm fine. Um, What, what is it uh, that you're doing here, exactly? What are we doing here? What are you doing here? Why are you following me? Why did... Oh, uh, not following you. That's a bit presumptuous and self-involved. Uh, no, I'm just, you know... Walking around the town, just getting getting a look-see of this place. I've never been up here before, so getting the nice air, breathing in. And he yeah, looks up at this still lit sun. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> All right. Um, sure. Why? Why not? Well, I hope you're finding it pleasant. Yes. Um. Sorry, I, I don't mean to bother you. I'm sure you've got a lot of very important things to do. Lots of food to feed your multicolored cats. But uh, I, I just wanted to ask you, you, you seemed very intrigued when you 
met me earlier was said, have you not seen very many trains? You seem like somebody's very experienced in the strange. Well, yes, that's the reason why I was so curious, is that tritons are not something that is exactly seen on these lands very often. Seeing someone such as yourself with so many other people around, none of your race with you, it's a a, a curious sight. How exactly did you get here? Are are you planning on going home at some point, or is this your new home? A lot of questions to be asked, but now was not exactly, or then was not exactly the right time to ask them. Right. Well, uh, you kind of broke the ice on that one, no pun intended, but, uh, you know, I've been trying to get home for some time, but apparently finding magical means to do so is... Difficult. Much harder than I thought, yes. Um, uh, you seem like a man who might know his way around a portal or two. Do you have any... I don't want to be presumptuous. I'm not saying all magic users know all the same things, but <clears throat> would you happen to know any knowledge of portals, gateways? And you see him. You see him. Kind of take a minute and like internalize a thought process, and you can kind of see him switching back and forth between: Does he deserve to know this? And should I prove to him how smart I am? And then he just kind of settles on you again, and then just portals exist between the planes. There are some that are set in secret locations that are very difficult to access, and others that can be created. It is up to you to determine which one you would like to attempt to use if you ever had to return home. I mean, I don't have the knowledge to make any myself. I mean, I... As you, as I said earlier, like I displayed some magic, but I Definitely don't know where not at that level. Nope. Not at all. And I have no idea how the magic inside me works in any capacity whatsoever. I just woke up one day, some crazy dragon showed up in a dream called Ostilian, and suddenly I had ice powers and other things. Still trying to use him to my ability, but, you know... I, I, Hold I, on. And he, he, like, puts a finger out and, like, stops you talking. And he just kind of... You woke up, and you could do magic? Yeah. Yeah. How old were you when this happened? Were you a child? <laughs> oh, this was, um... I reach into my, into my bag satchel, pull out my Les Paul diary, and just go... Uh, about a year and a bit ago. About like a year and a half, roughly. Interesting. Um, Why is that weird? Not weird, just rare. Did you have a, uh, a, a traumatic experience prior to that? Did, did you die, perhaps? Did I die? Sorry, did I die? Uh, no, what triggered it for you was, um, it was after you guys got back from the Amber Temple, right? We're in that Amber Temple and there was that weird wizard magic in that statue and I got knocked out, I think. Yeah, so no, that was what happened, so that was your first uh, experience with it, yeah. So the traumatic experience for you was almost dying. 
Right. Yeah. Was Wasn't like Arden lost because then when we were going to Kresk, Les was like sick. I remember he was like, "Oh, I have a cold." Oh, yeah, sorry, you're right. It was. It was Argenvost. Yeah. So it was Castle Argenvost with all the experiences uh, there and with um, Argen Argenvost him, uh, himself. Um, yes. And then that kind of the awakening moment was the like the threat of death. It was with death. the fox. It was it what? Was with the foxy thing. The foxy thing. It was in the statue, and there was the the spellcaster. I think that might have happened later on. That was the Amber Temple. Yeah, so the Amber Temple is when the powers manifested. They first started to, like, less yeah. first started to feel weird leaving Argon Vostolt. So right. it, it was essentially the, like, something was awakened inside Argon Vostolt, and then when you reached the Amber Temple and you were put in a life or death situation, that was when the powers actually came to fruition. So it was, oh, okay, it yeah. was a traumatic experience for you. Right. Yeah, that was what I was remembering as the original manifestation of it. But it's um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, well, it was near Vostel, uh, it, yeah, it, it, something pretty traumatic did happen, but well, that's didn't, a, didn't die. that's a I'm lot sorry. of words that I don't understand. So, um, either way, though, you said that something traumatic happened, right? Yes. Okay. I messed up the videos. I'm I know. sorry. It's okay. I'm fixing it. Okay. Sorry. It's okay. It happens. And we're back. So, right. Um, well, there have been stories in the past. Uh, I'm sure you'd be able to find some of them if you um, managed to make your way inside uh, either of the great libraries, whether that's at uh, Candlekeep or in um, uh, uh, Waterdeep. Um, you would be able to find uh, interesting stories of um, usually not incredibly powerful magic users, but of uh, people who had a power lying dormant inside them for um, decades or centuries and eventually being awakened by some kind of a uh, dramatic experience such as that. The dragon that appeared in my vision called himself Austellian. Well, Stillian is not a name that I am particularly familiar with, but dr dragons appearing in visions is not exactly uncommon. They are some of the most ancient of magical creatures existing across the realms. It is entirely believable that perhaps some kind of a bloodline. Um, did you happen to randomly start speaking or understanding a language that you didn't understand before? <laughs> I want to make sure I get this right, because when I say these things, I don't know if it's happening or not. Lub-a-dub-dub, -dub, thanks for the grub! Did I say that in Draconic? Um, make a charisma check. Just straight up add your charisma modifier. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, 8-9. A 9? In common. Uh, I love your lovely cats. They are the best colored cats. Give, give me a second. I'm a bit, a bit of a practiced linguist, a, a cunning linguist as to myself. So, uh -huh. um, hmm, was it in this language? And and it's Elvin. You don't understand it. And you just kind of like 
you have no clue. And he runs through like six or seven languages and eventually hits Draconic and speaks that in, what about this one? And that's where you kind of just go, ah! <laughs> and you do like the, on the nose, that's, that's the one. And he just kind of, Dad. A Draconic bloodline then. Intriguing. A few stories in the past of dragons making arrangements with some of the humanoid races. Um, allowing them access to uh, certain powers that are awoken after mm, centuries or or millennia, even a specific descendant. Maybe it goes into that one individual and is never awoken in past generations, but that certain person suddenly mm, manages to unlock these interesting powers that you seem to have. I would... Uh, Definitely spend some time doing a bit of research here. This isn't something that I am particularly mm, acquainted with, as I am a, a studied scholar of a mage, rather than one who was simply born with natural talent. Of course, you are very talented. I mean, the shades I of the know. Are, they are so many varied colors, and not like your normal Roy G. Biv, am I right? <laughs> um... Uh. All right. Well, you've given me a lot more to go on than anyone else has been able to give me. I swear, I've asked every dragonborn I know about dragons, and none of them can give me any. <laughs> you asked dragonborn about dragons? Well, yes. They're dragonborn. Dra My good boy. Dragonborn are the result of dragons. Interacting with humans on a more carnal level and creating a new species. Uh, the dragonborn do not recognize the dragons, and the dragons resent the dragonborn for stealing their lineage. Those would not be the correct people to be asking about anything relating to dragons. A mutual that, 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 hatred that, of each other. Now that I look upon that in retrospect, yeah, that, that explains a lot. That explains a lot. Um, I don't, again, final thing, I'll leave you be to your goods and services and shopping spree. Do you have any advice you could give the budding novice magic user? You seem very wise, very capable, very handsome. Seems like you'd be able to for someone who simply woke up with power that they did not have before, asking someone who has spent a lifetime studying the arcane, no. You must do your own research into this. It is not something that there is a shortcut for. You do not get given the answers just because you find someone who is more powerful than yourself. You put the time, you put in the effort, and you understand exactly what it is that happened to you, why it happened to you, and hopefully how to control it, how to be better than what you are now. Good luck, my friend. And he starts to make his way off, holding his groceries. Interesting guy. Interesting guy. I just make my way back to the tavern. 
So all of you having been upstairs for a little bit, come down. Um, food is included as part of the meal, or as part of the evening as well, so all of your food and drinks are provided for you. Um, the evening starts to get a little bit more on the rowdy side. Um, there are quite a few soldiers. Most of the people who are coming in, uh, most of the patrons for the evening who are really dipping into drinks, are the Lord's Alliance troops that are stationed there. Um, almost all of them are just in common clothes look like off for the evening um there's enough soldiers that they're not needing to be on you know a 24-hour round watch kind of thing um but the night progresses cordially everybody's getting a little bit drunk everybody's having a decent amount of uh, fun the one exception is that nobody from the village is actually in the tavern um, you would take it that given the nature of this village, it is a farming village, a fishing village, a stone cutting village. People work for themselves. They work hard. They go home at the end of the day with the things that they collect from their farms and they make their own food. Um, it is probably rare, maybe on some of the festivals only, where they would really make their way into town and celebrate in and amongst the taverns. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So all of you turn in for the evening after dinner, I'm assuming? Or anything you wanted to do before turning in? Was there anybody um, playing dice? Uh, no real games of any kind. People are there for a reason. They're there to drink. Yeah. Okay. They're there to just wash away what's uh, throughout the day. Not a lot of people have an extra lot of coin or anything. Uh, one quick question. Is Shazair there? No, she's not. Okay, there. cool. Yeah. Can I scan the room and see which of these soldiers might make an optimal opponent for a drinking championship match. There are quite a few of them. Um, pretty, pretty solidly set. You would imagine, based on the people who are there, the ones who t- kind of tend to have the most um, prolific experiences with things like drinking competitions, tend to be dwarves. There are a couple of dwarves that are there. Um, they are clustered, most of them by themselves in a, in a room, kind of drinking in and amongst each other. Um, but none of them really appear to be somebody that like are having drinking competitions they're there just to celebrate the fact that they're not working for the evening having a couple of drinks in the town and then they're expected to be back in the morning this isn't like a rowdy bunch of merchants that are traveling through or anything like that okay all right so you guys turn in for the evening i think i would just listen in the common room first just to see if i could hear anything interesting or hear anybody talking about the attack um, listening through, all of these troops are people who were recently brought into Sacomber. There's nothing of any real interest that you can glean yeah. from them. Right. Yeah, they're too fresh-faced. Give it the cursory, like... Yeah, it's always worth asking. Um, but yeah, in that case, just because of the nature of this, given the fact of how recently everybody was brought into the city, the information really is from the people who were here when the attack started, um, who survived the attack. And the ones who are to be briefed on everything, which is who Shazair is. Yeah, it might be worth us going back, um, or <laughs> it might be worth us going back tomorrow to talk to the elf who we, you know, was injured if he's recovered a little bit more. Yeah, I think it also might be beneficial to try the other in. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to duck in there for a little bit? The soldiers, as opposed to the. We could take a peek over there now and see if there's any action happening. It is just the down the street. Oh, yeah. Sure, it might be worthwhile. Yeah, it might be, like, it seems to be that this is where the soldiers are congregating, and I feel like the townsfolk wouldn't 
necessarily congregate in an area with soldiers potentially. So new soldiers, especially who haven't yeah. been sitting in the town for long. I agree. I'll go with you, um, Allura, if you'd like to go and doctor anyone I'll else. I'll go. Yeah. I'll probably chill at the thing. So yeah, if you guys want to dip off. Lest, would you like to join us or are you going to continue looking for a drinking champion? Challenger, sorry. Yeah, I think I'm going to go about my next victim. <laughs> Maybe don't say that one quite so loud, buddy. I don't think anyone in here holds a candle to Gwendolyn, though. That was some big shoes to fill, for sure. All right, so the three of you stepping outside, essentially just heading down half a block around a corner and then eventually finding the singing sprite. Push your way inside. Um, There's a very small little dining area. Uh, You see just a kind of an elderly woman, uh, halfling, standing on a little apple box behind a counter. And she just kind of looks up and... Oh, hello, dearies. It's a pleasure to meet all of you this evening. Are you uh, checking in for the night? Oh, we've actually got a place at the other inn in town, but we've heard that, you know, yours is the real authentic place to come and have a quiet point and, you know, relax after the day's cares. Well, it's definitely on the quiet side tonight, dear. Uh, If you look around, there's not exactly a soul in sight. Oh, is there a reason that it's so empty tonight? Not a lot of trade coming through lately. The last couple of weeks have been a bit on the quiet side. It's uh, a bit difficult to get anybody through the doors when an attack happened so recently. A lot of the merchant ships are coming through and not exactly spending the night as they used to, simply grabbing their supplies and then heading down the river in whatever direction they head. I'm sorry to hear of your troubles. We've heard about the attack. We're actually in town to look into it. Um, We are. We are, yes. Um, were you were you here? You seem like a local. Were you here when it happened? I, I was. I was uh, inside my tavern, making sure that everything was buttoned up for the night. And uh, everybody checked into their beds. A couple of people upstairs. And, and then we started to hear the commotion coming from the north side of town. It's a good 15, 20 minutes from where we are here. A bit far enough away that we were able to not be affected by it. I obviously didn't run toward the sound of the commotion. I'm glad you're all right and your business is intact. I'm sure it was very uh, frightening for everyone involved. Well, there's a reason why that we've got the Alliance soldiers here, being the ones that protect us on a daily basis from any kind of attacks, whether they be bugbears or uh, hobgoblins or anything like that coming in. We've heard that the roads are not as safe as they could be. That must be uh, frightening uh, Uh. for your trade. The roads are always unsafe. No matter how you look at things, there's always going to be somebody who's coming in, trying to take your coin, trying to take your horses, or trying to take your life. Best we can do, simply being quiet, staying in a little village that chooses no sides, and simply exists for people to travel through and for those of us to make a living. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we've heard that your town is, you know, this is kind of, <clears throat> your your lovely establishment here and the other inn are sort of the only places in town to get eat like eats drinks. Um, do you know if there's anyone else in town who does any kind of commerce or um, perhaps uh, medical care or um, alchemy, potions, herbal tinctures, anything like that? Uh, I mean, not exactly, dear. Uh, you're looking in a, a town that pretty much exists at the edge of any side of commerce 
We're simply a stop, stopping place for those making their way between larger cities, making sure that they can get a good night's sleep, a nice warm bed, a decent mm-hmm. bit of food in them, rather than surviving off whatever exists on board their ships. Obviously, the ships are a little smaller that pass through here, not looking at the big ones that sail out on the Sea of Swords or anything like that. But Speaking is- of a good night's sleep, um, have you heard of any people who were here before the attack um, having strange dreams? Anything kind of out of, the un- out of the ordinary? Since, you know, I assume as the local barkeep, you might have people drowning their sorrows trying to wind up to oh, go to bed you'd be better off asking the people over at the actual tavern over here we simply provide a little bit of food and a nice place to get a night's rest no, no we were over there but it just seemed like it was only the soldiers who had arrived after the attack had already happened so no one who was really local was able to talk to us well i mean the, the locals are not soldiers dear they simply saw the attack coming in and all of them fled making sure that they put their lives ahead of anything else Oh, I understand. I don't mean right before the attack. I mean, in general, we've um, just sort of heard that, you know, um, it's possible that uh, dreams, you know, bad dreams might have been connected to the creatures that attacked. So we were just wondering if anybody who lived in the town before the attack happened had been experiencing anything like that. Not that's made it their way to my ears, dear. Uh, well, I, I tend you. to be pretty well connected, given the fact that everybody travels through the town, the village at uh, some point or another during the day, but nothing along those lines that came across my ears. No. What was your name? Oh, sorry, Allura. No, go, go ahead. ahead. My name, I was just going to ask. My name is yeah. uh, Gertruda. <coughs> sorry, I coughed and I missed the first part of that. Gertruda. Gertruda? Gertruda, are you from here? No, originally I uh, actually came a bit uh, north. I used to live a bit further south, uh, kind of east of... Uh, Baldur's Gate, and then eventually you're, made my way up and over, looking for a, a bit of a place to quiet down. Kind of. Your accent sounds familiar too. Um, you know, you're uh, close to the area that I'm hailing from originally, so it's nice to hear. It's a bit of a rare one to have in these parts, I admit that. Mm-hmm. But good to see that it gave you a thought of home. It did. I mean, that's rather a mixed bag, but I appreciate it nonetheless. I really appreciate your time and your help. Um, you know, uh, if you can think of anything or you hear anything, um, ask for the brunch bunch over at the... Oh, that's sweet. The brunch bunch. All right. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> over, at, <laughs> over at the uh, Seven String Harp. Um, Alura, did you have something you wanted to say? Uh, no, I think you've covered all of the, all of my questions. Okay. Um, Gertrude is very sweet. I love her. No, this is downfire. You'll protect her at all costs. I know, right? Oh, you cannot be harmed. Gertrude is the <laughs> new PTSD. who was that old lady yeah. from the castle? Oh my goodness, Agatha. Uh, do you guys Agatha. want to like, Anthea. have a quick? Anthea. 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 Yeah, Agatha was the hag. Not nice. She was rude, she but was we still love her. Funky. Okay. This is our first like NPC that was like, oh, here's our pet NPC, and we saved her. <laughs> um, Gertrude, uh, or sorry, Allura, Doctor D. Should we have a quick drink here? It's kind of absolutely. You know, I think it would be, be only D. polite. So no, I said doctor. 
heard um, Dr. D and that's no, yeah, I think Dr. D. Doom. Um, Gertrude, oh, do you do any herbal teas or anything like that? My for my friend Allura. Uh, I can definitely whip you up a little bit of a batch of something if that's what you're in the mood for. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Thank you. I'd be a couple of minutes. Uh, two silver if you have a tonic, dear. Yeah. Right. So she'll take um, for myself and the doctor. Uh, do you have um? And I suppose you have any whiskey, anything like that? No, dear. We we don't tend to have any kind of ales or meads or anything inside. All right, you know what? I'll have some tea as well. I'm happy to. It'll be for um, a maybe... pot, so I'll bring out a few cups. Sure. What's I'm gonna, the... I'm gonna tip her a gold. I just like palm it to her quite oh, surreptitiously. Uh, please, I, I understand that you think we've fallen on hard times, but I don't want to take advantage. No, no. Thank, thank you for your time. It's much appreciated. You've been quite candid with us, and it's you know nice to hear a familiar voice so far from home. You can, and I firmly but gently like back to her just drop it and let it roll she'll find it later take <laughs> the coin all right i'll, I'll take just it like, and i'll remember throw it at the bottles behind the bar oh there are no bottles there are no bottles it's all just yeah. empty glassware so she disappears for a couple of minutes brews a nice pot of tea brings out three cups for the three of you um, and it sits down and it is quite nice. Notes of citrus, a little bit of hibiscus in there as well. Touch of lemongrass. Mm-hmm. It'll probably keep you up for a couple of hours, but eventually give you a nice little nice rest. Is that Hopefully. based on your tea from the other day, Jordy? <laughs> it is, which I definitively think was incredibly highly caffeinated because I was buzzing. Oh, it might have had yerba mate. Yeah, it, whatever it was, I was writing D&D like I've never written it before. It is crazy. <laughs> I went like four hours just banging on my keyboard and I had made so many spelling mistakes. I was so afraid, upset at myself. Anyway. Well, Jordy had oh, mystery no. tea and he was like, this is tea, right? Not potpourri. And I was like, I can definitely see lemongrass in there. I think it's tea. Yeah, but there's still lemongrass in potpourri. For all we know, I could, I mean, yeah, whatever I it was, it. the color was like the most vibrant orangey red I've ever seen in a tea. It was crazy. I think there was hibiscus in it. It was either hibiscus or rose hips. Yeah, whatever it was, it was really good. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, so the tea comes out is delicious. It is definitely going to keep you up for a couple of hours, but it's still relatively early in the evening. You've got a, a fair bit of time to be able to make your way back and relax with some food. Everybody kind of taking their time for the evening and then eventually anything else anybody else wanted to do? I would have um so you know in in talking about or in trying to find information about dreams i wonder if it would be beneficial if we asked around about you know the local mad like per, you know mad right person. anyone who sort of struggles with their mental health yeah if, people who are more susceptible someone who is not believe, like maybe dreams are manifesting in a way and people are talking about them in a way that people aren't the community doesn't know that it's a dream that they're you know and that might someone who might might be susceptible to influence that other people might not take seriously okay Mm -hmm. um i'll say with talking to the bartender make a make a just general charisma check this is allura's yeah yeah this is allura's that was not it Twenty-one. You ask around about everything that would fit that description. Somebody a little bit on the crazy side, somebody a little bit on the mad side. 
someone who maybe complained about some dreams they were having. Dreams? Visions? No. Crazy? Mad? Okay. Sage? He's, he's, he's kind of the, <laughs> That's what I was expecting the answer He's to kind go. of the, okay. the, the town crazy. Okay. Yeah. Bald and cat. That's about that it. That checks out, honestly. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just the guy does have a million colored cats hanging around a tower. Yeah, I was just thinking that there was like another angle we could... Mm -hmm. That might be, I mean, I think it's good that we investigated it, but it may be specific to Leaf because of his relationship with Melora and, you know, his abilities. Eldeth. Eldeth, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Melora is... I know exactly yeah. where you got that one from. I got my... Our got other fervor cleric. Our other fervor cleric. Yeah. So. Eldeth. Um, yeah, I think that... I think that you're right, Elise. I think that this is specific to Leaves. And I think I think that this is this is this was a warning for just him and just our group. Mm -hmm. Which is frightening. I agree. I think we should take it very seriously. Doctor, did you you don't have any sort of experience hearing about these kinds of things? I mean, I know that you also have a patron, I assume you talk with them every once in a while, but I can't, can't imagine it usually happens to you without your control, without your consent. In no, the... no, usually it's, uh, usually it's, you know, just a, a voice in the head or a, a, a nice sort of dream or occasionally a visit in person, but nothing quite so, uh, nothing quite so ominous as what Leaf has experienced. But it, it wasn't... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it strikes me that this vision seems very leaf-centric, for lack of better phrasing. I think... I, I don't know that... I think we've been given the, the clue that whatever this is, it's in, it has to do with this this force laying waste to a forest, which I think is important, being as how... You know, that's where Leaf's from. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about Eldaf, but certainly there's there seems to be some symbology in the vision. It does, I think... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, please, go ahead. I was just going to say, it does seem connected to these creatures in terms of sort of the kind of feeling pantheon devilry, like especially Leaf being given a burn that doesn't leave, and these creatures burning and being resistant to fire. Well, the thing that struck me the most is, you know, the chains. Yes. That's a, that's a specific iconography. That could be something within a, within a demonic pantheon, if you will. That what could struck be a me with, from Leaf's description, was that his patron was frightened by this image. Oh, this sure. One. And she left with a, a warning to him, and then he was attacked in his dream. Mm -hmm. And the, whoever it was spoke directly to him. I think, I think perhaps the issue... I, I, I want to just get the terminology down right. This wasn't a dream. Mm -hmm. uh, Emilior said this was a vision. I think that's, that's an important thing to keep in mind, because we're mm -hmm. not dealing with... Uh, a dream would be something that, you know, any one of these villagers could have had a million times after these 
monsters, these devils, attacked because they would have been traumatized by it. This vision, I think, happened specifically to Leaf because he has a connection to Eldath. Eldath was trying to warn him. I don't know if we're going to have a whole lot of luck finding other people with similar experiences because I doubt there are any other particularly powerful clerics in this village. Well, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think it was worth looking into. I mean, maybe what we need to do is some when we get back to Waterdeep, perhaps, is some research on Eldath and see if she has any sort of like divine or demonic enemies on the yes, deity scale. Yeah. Given my, given my knowledge of fiendly patrons, would I know of any any devils, any greater demons that would have like a sort of chainy sigil or chainy iconography? Given your background, demon lore, potentially, devil lore, no. Devil Mm. paid hierarchy um, investigations into how devils actually work, how they're created, how they ascend through the ranks, that's not really something that you have specific information on. It's something that you have you can definitely research, but it's not something that you just inherently know. You would need yeah. to go back through books that are two, three, five, seven, eight hundred years old and learn about how that all came up and transpired. So again, something to add to the list of things that you can research once yeah. you get back. Could I ask Rick? The library cards! Um, Rick... Reading is what? Fundamental. What Sorry. what what is Rick again? He's just an imp, right? He's an imp from the from the fiend planes. Um Sure. You know what? Yeah. Uh make an intelligence check for Rick. Let's see his oh face boy. right now. <laughs> oh boy. It's exciting. He likes this thread that's being pulled. Waka waka waka. Uh okay. Shit, that's a 17, Jordy. Okay. Um All right. Um oh my God. We might want to go somewhere a little uh more private for this. Yeah, let's let's hop up to let's hop up to the the suites, shall we? Sure thing. All right. So, a oh. bunch of you make your way upstairs and Rick pops his invisibility out and you can see him just kind of like sit down on the bed a little and cross his leg over and just kind of look at all of you and just I mean it's it's pretty common knowledge that uh, a lot of creatures are referred to as uh, spawns of hell on your plane to us they're just some asshole of course um, <laughs> they tend to be uh, demons or devils myself lower form of devil you know not something super powerful something you can kind of keep at your beck and call at a moment's notice some of those creatures every once in a while tend to make their way over to the uh, the prime plane. Obviously, I was summoned by you. Others, summoned by others. But that's always done by some kind of magical means. Right? The only creatures that make their way natively between planes are the ones who are powerful enough to find a permanent portal between the planes. And those are few and far between if they even exist at all. Usually it's some kind of a spell binding service of some kind. There Mm. are a bunch of different classifications of devils. You got your lower end ones. uh, Things that basically one of you guys, 
you make a uh, a deal with an individual. He offers you something in return for your soul. You make your way down to the Nine Hells. You potentially die, you potentially suffer eternal agony, and you rot for the rest of your life in a fiery pit. All of eternity. Sometimes, eh, some guy sees you, he uh, takes a liking to you, takes a shine, he turns you into a, uh, what we call a null. Basically, you're a nothing. Little blob of flesh. You don't do anything, you just exist for his pleasure. He pokes you with a stick sometimes. We all start out like that. Unless you find a way to jump the line. You get in good with a real strong thing. He bumps you up a couple of steps right out of the gate. But most of us, 99.9%, we start out as these nulls. Some of the top guys, they call them lemurs. As time progresses, you eventually start to get a little stronger. Maybe your blobby form, you start to shift and suddenly you got an arm. And then you got a leg. And then you start forming a head, but you got no eyes. You can't see shit. Start to make your way up and you get a little stronger. Time goes on. You eventually get a little bit stronger. Some of them get red skin. Some of them get horns. Sometimes they find a chain. Wraps itself around his body. Anything stronger than that, you're looking way out of my realm. Mm. But there are much stronger things. I mean, you want to talk crazy? There are nine levels of hell. Every level of hell has got a lord called the Nine Lords. Maybe it's worth looking into that, see what your scholars know about that shit. Hmm. Very, very fascinating. Thank you for that, buddy. Uh, do you want a drink from downstairs? I'll buy you one. I think I deserve about three. Yeah, I think so. I'll take that. And he goes invisible again. That was very helpful. Well, guys. Good job, Rick. So I guess we need to really hit that library when we get back to Waterdeep. Yeah. It's all about knowing the right questions to ask. Mm. Uh, I'm going to hop downstairs and procure a pint. Okay. And, uh... Bring it back upstairs with me and just kind of leave it on the desk or the windowsill. No. And he, you see the pine just kind of appearing on the windowsill and then a couple of seconds later you just hear a little <laughs> and then pint lifts off the ground and all of a sudden the liquid just starts to disappear. Yeah, my man. Yeah. He gets pretty far into the first one and then kind of sits down. You can see like progressively he just gets lifted and drunk a little bit and then he tries to fly over to you and one of his wings kind of lets go and then he just got to into the ground <laughs> clearly rigging yeah, a little on the drunk side yeah man hey I fucking deserve it my boss yeah you do and he, yeah you do he kind of just floats on, to, on top of one of the um, uh, on top of one of the dressers and bookcases and then just kind of passes Hell, it on top of it and becomes visible again that's my guy if um if we need some info before we get back. Perhaps uh, Amelior would tell us a little bit more about the Nine Hells. But I mean, I think done with our conversation, so we may have to wait on that. I think what may behoove us is if we, in the morning, set out and do our best to figure out where these things are attacking from. There must be some sign of them in the woods, at least. If these are flaming monsters. <laughs> Surely there'll be some burned brush or some 
I agree. I mean, our literal mandate from Lady Silverhand is to go to where these things came from to see what we can see. Absolutely. And I suspect we'll find a whole lot out about them when we get there. Yeah. And what we're required to do is get information. No? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, that's what we're, that's what we're getting is information. Yeah. We don't, if it's a force that's larger or more powerful than what we can imagine, we, than what we can face. We don't need to take it out. We just need to return to Waterdeep with some information for, for, at this time. But it may I'm be who please if we could deal with it, but if we can't. We may want to bring back a specimen if we can. Yeah, I think it all will have to depend on what we find. Mm-hmm. Sounds so, like everything has been dusted. That's true. But perhaps Sorry. we can find some way of preserving them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they turn into dust, we can at very least collect some dust. You're right. We could. We can take Just... weapons if they have any. We can, mm-hmm. you know, we Here's can... Here's a jar of dirt. Yes. Well, I mean, Strahd turned into dust too, but supposedly vampire dust has magical properties that can be used. So demon dust might as well. Surely even an insignia, something that would show us an allegiance of some measure, would be information. Right, or perhaps a person who is of this plane, who's made some kind of deal, who is guiding their movements, or... Someone we could kidnap, you're saying? I'm definitely saying that. Big, big fun. What do you guys think about... What are your impressions of Amelior? I felt that he was quite vain... Um, yeah. He was definitely susceptible to flattery. He did kind of know it was happening, but he liked it anyway. Yeah. Um, I do think he was telling us the truth about most things. I don't think he was trying to mislead us, but he does also seem to be quite jealously protective of his own secrets. He told us what he told us because it didn't matter to him. He wasn't going to look into it. He was mm-hmm. glad to have won that battle, especially because it proved his superiority over the people of this town but he didn't care to look into it. So it cost him nothing to tell us what he found. Should it be a matter of something that he was interested in? I doubt we'd find him so forthcoming, but perhaps we can forge some kind of positive relationship with him. I think he'd be useful. What about um, you guys? Left, leave, what are you, sorry, I just want to clarify, we're, we're back at the, the inn we're staying at. Oh, okay. Yeah, you had all made your way upstairs, which is how yeah. Rick gave that. Oh, okay. Whole bit. I totally right. thought yeah. you guys were still at the other place. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I wasn't sure either. That's why I didn't chime in. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you guys were like already sleeping and yeah, we were I was just like, like we've been talking else. for a long time. We need to like. Yeah. Less yeah, and I have just been getting drinking well, with somebody. Yeah. Between, yeah. Me and Les between less hope and life. Yeah, they're they're pretty deep at this point. Yeah. Right, but I just want to check in with them. As players. Um, yeah, if you guys want to be part of this RP, it's yeah. not meant to leave you out. You can join in. You can be like, oh, we just came upstairs. We're going to join in the conversation if you yeah, want. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm feeling I, thought, pretty... I was under the assumption that we all went upstairs together. Mm-hmm. So, I are you guys, would have you come up with us? Because we, I mean, um, we would have been like, hey, we've got some more information. Like, I'm going to say uh, no, only Rick because. I'm going to say no only because you guys were talking pretty openly about me as if I wasn't. That was there. before. We were that back. Was before that was before we came back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. 
Um, Basically, they had the tea and then went and then came back. Dipped. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, no, I think in that case, uh, unless I, I'd say we're pretty hammered at this point, so probably not. <laughs> we'll we'll Leaf has been helping me pick a good like, champion challenge downstairs in the bar. Unless Leaf you realize the- that. Wait a second. Why am I challenging these other people? These people are just as good. And you're looking across the this uh, the table at Leaf and Hope, kind of realizing that they've upped their game in the last year. And so going back, can we oh, we're like, oh, fighting pit, three person fighting pit. And you please I, do it. I challenge. couldn't beat Hope in the fighting ring, but maybe I can beat them in the drinking. Now, do you know you couldn't beat Hope in the fighting ring? What happened? You could try. I've tried twice. Uh, yeah. It's lucky. I don't want to get in the middle of this. You could try again. They're recovering their voice right now. I don't think it's really fair, at least tonight, (laughs) to get in a scrap. Maybe another day. (laughs) All right. So So, all of this said, friends, I think – here's what I think. I think there must be some evidence of whatever is going on, but I also think it may behoove us to check out other local sites of – conflict shall we say i do think it's uh it's interesting that the orcs have set up in the mountain pass and i do think it's interesting that the orcs have set up in the mountain pass and you know it seems like they don't want to work with the demons but they probably would be aware of them yeah possibly that's I mean, at this point, it's kind of the only lead we have besides going and reading back at Waterdeep. Well, we should also head north within Sacomber to look at everything that's going on. Where we were, the orcs north of there is not going to be the exact same area as north of here. So they're roughly the same direction, but not exactly. So... Think, think, think about it for us, like for the to put it in perspective for us. It's the walking dis- difference between Cypress Mountain and Whistler. Like it's yeah. a long distance in between them, right? It's, or actually, no, sorry, it wouldn't even be uh, Cypress. It'd be like Cypress and like the Rockies on the border with Alberta. Nice. Like it's uh, a long ways. You were three days on a caravan at uh, horse yeah. traveling pace. Between where the where the orcs were and yeah. where the devils seem to come from, and the devils even came from further away. It's like the orcs mm. are here; the devils came from like this direction. Three I days see. difference. Well, all said, I think we should do an investigation of around the town. Yeah, to, yeah. around the town's perimeter. I think we've gotten as much information as we're going to get talking to people. Yeah, and uh, we should probably start heading back and maybe deal with the orc problem on the way. Except for maybe um, Ravik, the wounded elf. Just to, if he was in battle with these creatures, he may have seen something. But um, I think it's, it benefits us to literally just go in the direction that they came from and see what we can see. I agree. Uh, did did you have anything about Amelior you wanted to? I mean, I don't. I don't inherently trust him. Yeah. I think he's a very a very vain wizard type, and those tend to have secrets of all measure um certainly the fact that he didn't want to you know show off his his clearly much bigger on the inside tower than uh to to us i'd admittedly it was our first sit down but all the same that seems a little little fishy 
The amount of cats seemed a little fishy. His friends? Who were his, his friends? friends? Very fishy. Yeah, I think a lot of what... He's hiding a lot. I don't mm-hmm. know uh, what he is... What that's all about. I just... I don't trust him. I also would, within what I'm saying, um, add in In Thieves Can't, uh, asking Elise if we should share that there's a bounty that we know of a specific bounty on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, You'd be able to respond in Thieves Can't during the conversation. Yeah. Well, I think so. I don't think at this point we're going to take that job. It's too complicated. So, um, bring it out. On the job board in uh, Waterdeep, there there was a hit out on Amelior. A hit? Yeah. There was mm-hmm. a an assassination request for him by name. What by name. Not by... Not by Sage of Secumbor, not by any of them. No prices listed. Was there a uh, uh, respondent listed somewhere you'd go right, to cash it in? So, yeah, so I'll explain how this all works. Um, because this is something that we didn't really dive into. The way that assassination contracts tend to work, or thieves can't contracts, because of the nature of the language and how intricate the symbols have to be just to be able to even spell out a name, it's not like the whole contract is listed there. Um, you're given a name, and the way that it ends up working is um, the contracts are accepted by striking the name through. So essentially you just create a long groove, striking through the name, and it's like a, a long weaving groove as if somebody was drawing like a dagger through it um, and writing a location in Thieves' Cant. And then an individual will show up in that location typically within 48 hours. Oh, so basically you indicate that you're going to accept it. You say where you are going to be and then the person who wants to give you the contract names you. Correct. They will approach you. You'll then speak in Thieves' Cant to understand that you're both there for the same reason. And once you've spoken, then the contract terms are laid out. Who uh, the contract is for, what the bounty is for, what the terms of the contract are, etc. And there is negotiation as well, because obviously assassination contracts depend entirely on your skill level. So it's not like it's a set thing. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's very helpful to know. Um, I think Alura would know that, but Elise probably wouldn't, because Elise is just starting to get into like the seedy underbelly of things. Yeah, you're you're learning the language. You don't know the the nature of it. Yeah, exactly. Not yet, anyway. So I would have. Yeah. I mean, I actually, explained I all that. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would have shared that. That's fine. You wouldn't have to. You, you would just like, inherently know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think Allura would have shared that. No, she would have kept that to herself. That's fine. Um, I potentially would share that with Elite later, but not the group. I would have just said that there was a uh, a hit out on Amelior by name. Yeah. Mm. So, somebody boy. I mean, I personally, I think it might have been worthwhile to share that with him. Because I mean, I told him everything we knew, which was that somebody out there meant him not well, and but we didn't we didn't tell him there was a bounty on him. I think it was employed. He seems paranoid enough to me that he would read between the lines. I yes, I I suppose. Well. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Alora. I think he fancies himself quite intelligent. He he knows. Yeah, by, but, by what we said, he knows. I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't know. I'm saying that had we been more upfront about it, he might have shared a bit more with us as to who might it be. 
I mean, that said, certainly I can I can ask around amongst my network in Waterdeep and see if there's any leads as to who it could be. For what it's mm, worth, no. he said he wasn't aware that anybody wished him ill in pers- like um, in particular. Yes, um, but I mean, mm-hmm. he may not have been telling the truth, but would um, within that like underbelly would it be bad form to like be asking around about who yes. put out okay uh doctor i need you to not put out those feelers um that is it undermines the entire purpose us. of thieves camp yeah. that uh that will put us in an extremely bad position myself specifically i need you to not all right Ask around. I would. Okay, I won't. I would say it might behoove us to figure out who it is that's put this hit out. Either Agreed. Way. If we, yep. can. we have to that, we have to go about that very carefully. Mm-hmm. Because that, I mean, that will also put you in a bad position as well, Doctor. I know you have a lot of a, a big network and. Uh, the the way that we know about this hit is very specific. If it gets out that it was spoken about, um, there's a, a lost trust. And that potentially will reflect bad on you and within your network. Well, I've already agreed. Allura, but- would it have consequences like we'd find our names on the board if somebody found out who had spoken about it? Jordy? If the an individual was inquiring about a contract and that individual did not have appropriate connections, that name would potentially appear on the bounty would sorry, would not make its way onto the bounty board, but the bounty would be struck and that individual would be found in a ditch. Uh, there is that potential. All right. I think we should approach this very carefully. I feel like, you know, we're on spring ice. I'm not really sure we have a secure footing. (laughs) Yeah. I love this. I'm sorry. (laughs) How so do you mean we're on, we're on spring ice? I mean, we do have a footing. We're, we're backed by the, the Grand Council of Waterdeep or whatever. I can't tell you exactly, but it feels like we feel like we're secure, but something about this feels like there's more that we're about to find out. Oh, absolutely. Are going to put us in a vulnerable position. I'm a little worried that, you know, it just seems like there's a bit of a coincidence with all of this happening here. And then the name on the board for this guy, who's the only person who could possibly have defended this town from those creatures. So if he gets taken out, sure, he has a lot of cool stuff, but whatever those creatures were here for, no one's here to defend the town. Oh, I'm not saying we kill him unless- Oh, no, no, I know. I'm just saying, I feel like there's something else going on here. It's not all a coincidence. Oh, sure. Absolutely. This is, uh, (laughs) there are no, there are no coincidences here. That said, 
I do feel it's important that we uh, we figure out what those connections are. We have we have a handful of sources we can rely on. We know for a fact right now that we have access to the Great Library of Waterdeep. We're doing fine there. We have each other. Mm-hmm. I have my own network in case we need things within town. But at the same time, we need to be extensively careful about who we trust with what. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that just to reiterate, and I know you've already agreed, but the way that we know his name is on a bounty board, mm-hmm. we should never be talking about the fact that his name is on a bounty board. That there's a hit on him. Do you, do you want me to agree about, a third time? Unless you're accepting the hit is bad form. Mm -hmm. Very bad form. Dangerously bad form. I've spent quite a bit of time in the undercities of quite a few cities. (laughs) Don't worry. And yet you still didn't see his name. No, I have other things to worry about. I want to like nudge Leaf a little bit and be like, no. uh, I don't know. So, all right. Well, I'm grateful you told me that, Allura, because I'm still kind of learning these things and I definitely won't be opening my mouth after that. Um, I think we'll fill in the rest after we, in the morning when everyone's up and grab some breakfast and then go out to the northeast and try to find any trace we can of these creatures. I think that we should do a, as the doctor suggested, a a perimeter check around the city and head out. Does that sound like a agreeable plan for everybody? Mm -hmm. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. All right. Let's go demon hunting. All right. What did you say? Let's go demon hunting. Oh, demon hunting. Well, devil Love. hunting. More appropriate. There's a difference. All right. So, with that, everybody turns in for the evening? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Sleep comes to all of you. And that'll be where we wrap things up for the night. An interesting ending. Some information coming to light and rather nice memory on Rick asking the right questions this time. He was able to give you a bit of a better insight as to how Devil Ascension works. And the fact that there are nine layers of hell and specifically each layer of hell has its own lord. Which is something By I the way, think. can I just say, RP across the board, fucking fantastic. Everyone. You are amazing, all of you. Aww. That was a great one. That was, I think, in the whole time we've been doing this, I think this was honestly one of my favorite sessions. Really? Because it was cool, because it was just me. It was, this is me, 100%. The ball is on you guys to find the people, (laughs) ask the questions, figure it out, and I know all the answers. 
This isn't like a I'm holding your hand room to room walking through a castle. You can do anything you want. You can do it in whatever yeah. order you want, but you have to figure it out and actually use the brains. And you did it. All of you did it. You did fantastically tonight. I couldn't be happier. We're in a sandbox. You're in a sandbox. I was literally just watching it like a movie. Yeah. All right. I was so So, good job, everybody, tonight. Thank you again for the chat, uh, for your awesome support. Saw some amazing stuff in there. Um, Yeah, some big shout-outs as well. Uh, Serena780, subscribing again for second month. Thank you for coming back. Appreciating you supporting us. Uh, And the Joel Latinus Cube with my favorite username of the night. Um, That's really good. Yeah, appreciate the Prime sub there. That's awesome. Thank you again for supporting the stream. Thank you all the rest of you for commenting, for being in the chat, for watching it. It helps us grow. It helps us get the awesome level that we're getting to right now where i'm running this whole thing and i feel so great that i get to actually put it out and have 40 people watching it live and however dozens watch it on repeat afterwards it's great being a late night stream as well yeah Yeah. and like consideration for like time zones and everything we're a much later stream than what most people do so represent are like sticking around late at night Love you. Absolutely. Uh, and a, again, a big uh, shout out and uh, big thanks and big congratulations to the winner, uh, Dodd Bio or Dodd Bio Run, D O D Bio Run. Um, congrats on winning your dice tray. Uh, we'll send you a message after the stream and let you know that uh, we'll be sending that out and get all of your information and we will go from there. But for the rest of you, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We love you guys for supporting the stream. Can't wait to see all of you back here next week. And well, see... actually, for that devil hunting. Baby, yeah. on that devil hunt, and this is where things get real fun. We're gonna get all Ben Helsing on it next week. Oh yeah, it'll be great. All right, have a good night, everybody. Sleep well. We'll see you next week. Here's a big one. Big Rossi creamers. Bye. Bye.